0: Goal! Yes, 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 yes! That was a goal! Striker! Eat that! What? And another! Bing Bang sticking in! Thank you and good night! Swat!
1: That was liquid football!
0: must have a like attraction. <laughs> hey, hello, everybody. It's your old
1: friends. and am Mondi Maddes, And welcome to another exciting edition of the That Was Liquid Football Podcast. <laughs> 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 <So>
2: calm, <Jones>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, we're still calling it that, even though we'll probably be taken down by the fiends at Paddy Power. By the way, we were here first, motherfucker Is it Paddy so... Power or Joe.e? Oh, it's one of those cunts, anyway. Yeah, uh, they are
3: all cunts.
1: Yeah, they're all the same kind of like. Fucking
3: cunts. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's, it, to say, well, it's the one that sucks the hole off Conor McGregor. Oh, wait, that's both of them. Yeah, quite literally in one case. In one case, yeah. Wow. yeah. All right,
2: go on. Go, go,
1: so, go. So, yes, before what we do get our, taken down. What is our to-do list? Our to-do list. We are going to be talking about the start of the Premier League first. Um, did that? Wait, did that start? Yes, it did. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get to the other Premier League. That, <laughs> was one
3: of, that was one of the things that happened. Yes. So we've
1: had two match days so far, pretty much, except for Wolves and Man United as of recording. But let's just assume Wolves win 2 oh. 0. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking specifically about Chelsea starting off. If had... they do win 2 0, now that's going
3: to be fucking crazy.
1: I know, man. Yeah. Ruben Neves, first goal, and Ralph Jimenez, second. Oh. But one of the money out of lads, even though it's going to be going out a week late. So <laughs> <laughs> um, if you can place your bets with Paddy Power actually and say mm. we sent you, that'd be great. Um, yeah, it doesn't
3: matter if they win anyway. Paddy Power won't pale. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
1: almost <laughs> as if they're a bookie. They don't like winning.
3: It's weird, oh yeah, yeah, win, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Crazy. So, we'll be talking about Chelsea. They've had a very interesting week. Um, <laughs> we're also going to have our Hand of Cods, which is our uh-huh. routine um, award for ineptitude. And then we're going to be talking about the title contenders, supposedly, Man City and Liverpool, because they've had quite intriguing weeks as well. And then we have a new segment called Stat Attack. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, we have a blockbuster as well. We're going to keep secret until the end of the show. And that's pretty much it yeah. for this edition. So...
2: Let's go, Chelsea! Yeah, let's... Let's, let's begin. I <laughs> said no one ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Except for Frank... L- uh, yeah, exactly. Because it's not... It's not... Let's go, Chelsea. Let's go, Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Was, I, I was simplifying it. FLC, PLC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's much easier. That, it's actually easier when you say it that way. Isn't mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. So, let's run down the results first of all. The first match they started with a 4-1 li- win for Liverpool against Norwich. Um, the main story from that was Allison basically fucking himself up by kicking a ball, which yeah, is. Do,
3: I mean, like you're doing a goal kick. Like that has to be, that's up there with one of those bizarre kind of football injuries. Remember that time Giroud broke a bone in his foot just getting in the way of a ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he was chasing down a ball at the corner flag, and he decided. I think he was against Everton or something? Yeah, something like that. I think it was just a like bad, or just decided to try and clear the ball, and he just stuck his foot in, and just whatever angle it hit his foot broke a bone in it. Yeah. Like you're getting injured, getting in the way of a ball. You're a footballer. That's like what. <laughs> but yeah, 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 he got injured. He pulled his calf muscle. He pulled his calf. Yeah, yeah. Taking a kick out of and all the things for the goalkeeper to injure himself. And the gas thing was like not a cool way,
2: like of getting a kick to the face, or you know. It wasn't like, any values Yeah. It was a fantastic save. It was.
3: Yeah, or having some dirty Burnley fuckhead push your fucking
1: defender, that's no way defensive midfielder, right into you. That's no way to speak of Ashley Burns. And he has a name. Fuck him! <laughs> um, we'll get to that saltiness later. We will, we will. <laughs> um, so the Saturday of kick off start off with a very routine five 0 will win for Man City against West Ham because that's what they do. Fun fact: the stats, by the way, this isn't a part of the stat attack, but twenty two percent of the goals scored at the Olympic Stadium are Man City's. Mm-hmm, West absolutely. Ham haven't West Ham even got haven't got to that yet. Yeah, that's so nice. much
3: so the West Ham owners are going to start offering like Man City. Players like roles in their videos because they just get fucked by them so often.
1: Somehow I don't. <laughs> something tells me I don't see doc, I don't see De Bruyne in a porn at any point soon. Like there's enough Milky Bar Kid parodies around to fill that niche. I think um, Burnley. One of the shocks of the of the opening match day beat Southampton three 0 and it was a fucking comprehensive three 0 It was very run. much so, yeah. yeah. Ashley Barnes just basically kicked all the poor bastards into Southampton defence. Mm-hmm. Um, Bournemouth and Sheffield United drew one all, and um, Ryder over Billy Sharp scoring the uh, equaliser for Sheffield United. Billy Sharp, great, sta- great start great starts for them, great uh, story from as well. <laughs> um, the token boring uh, result of the week was Crystal Palace nil, Everton nil because both teams were. Pointless. Shite. Yep. Yeah. Shite. this is a bit of a shock though Brighton winning 3-0 against Watford away from home <laughs>
2: well you could say it's a shock or you might be like who's Watford well let's say it's <laughs> a shock.
1: that's the shock it's a shock <laughs> if you know who they are yeah which is not in your case no, no, no. no it's not shocking I was
2: like oh who's this no team that no, I've never heard of <laughs> is this off? even Premier League like is this like my I accidentally it's the Carabao the Cup yeah not applicable <laughs> this, like, the Johnstone paint championship like, yeah
1: I thought you said John Stone's paying championship there. I really oh, want that to be the Oh my early. God,
2: that should totally be a okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Callum Chambers won't be able to go on it because he can't draw cats. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's fair. Um, <laughs> the evening kickoff then was Spurs beating Atta Villa 3-1. A bit tighter game in all fairness. Spurs yeah, we caught much... a lot
3: of that yeah. in, a, in a pub. And, and,
1: did, yeah. and uh, well,
3: yeah. Outside
1: yeah, like a pub for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 1-0 up until, what, about 65? Fifth minute, yeah, and fifth minute. I think, and when Ericsson came on, then Spurs came to life then. Yeah. So, which is what happens when you put on your number 10 shotgun. Your, right? your
3: best number 10 that you've been trying to get rid of desperately but can't because nobody will bid for it.
1: <laughs> Again, there's a week left in the transfer window when this comes That's out. It's pretty so much Spurs
3: in a nutshell. Yeah, it is actually, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it it's, it's fucking levy. It's just like, okay, oh, we'll God. sell this player. What do you want? 88.567 million pounds. <laughs> That's because
3: all of their players are on like. Nine million year long contract, yeah. Well, that's well, that's the re- that's what you saw, like, you that's know, that's the thing, yeah. It's, 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 oh yeah, keep going, yeah. Keep going. So,
1: our Sunday kickoffs, then another uh, token boring result was Leicester nil, Wolves nil, but this one had var, so that makes it slightly more interesting than the Palace Everton result. VAR
0: Wars, yes, well, da, 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 da. <laughs>
2: okay, that's another
1: new statement. Next week, um, Newcastle nil, Arsenal one, um, fairly one cagey affair, but to the Arsenal. he's won, so that's that's something at least, yeah, against that's fun a banana skin uh, that's your, your first away win of the season which is equaling last season yeah which is something at least equaling all of last yeah, like, season
2: it's a first away win or sorry first away clean sheet yes
1: clean sheet yeah. that's what it was yeah
2: Um. so like that has to be a great start and we had uh, Socrates and uh, Cal Chambers can't draw cats mm. uh, in our central defence and they were fucking class yeah they were yeah. really good yeah
1: really
3: Chambers cats was, well, was fucking brilliant yeah he was really rock solid I think Newcastle didn't really threaten us at all like once or twice. They're
1: playing kind a of back five at home, like, I mean,
3: yeah, come on, you know. yeah. Basically, it was just kind of lump it to Joe Linton, and yeah, and
1: which was kind of he's not too bad at that, in fairness, yeah, but you like,
3: know, but still, when you're up against like Socrates, no, he's basically, gigantic, he <laughs> was like, no, no.
1: <laughs> Um, and the last, uh, I suppose, the last result of the weekend was probably the most uh, surprising of sorts, at least depending on your point of view. Was Man United four Chelsea nil? That was incredible. that yes. was
2: the most bizarre thing I've ever. Witnessed.
3: I think I, I think I stated it to you that like, the the first goal wasn't just against the run of play; it was an affront to it. Yeah, <laughs> like Chelsea absolutely mauled United and somehow managed to come away mm. with a four nil loss. <laughs> Well, I was <laughs> going to, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. They're literally snatching the feet f- from the jaws of victory.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, it moves into match day two, which has just happened, pretty much. Uh, except for the Wolves game, obviously. So, the, f- the oh. first match of the weekend was uh, Arsenal versus Burnley. That ended in the 2-1 win to you guys. Absolutely. Yes, Ashley Barrel's still been a pest here. Yeah, but yeah. fuck Burnley. Having his incredible um, season. I, what
3: I quite liked was Sean Dykes looking like a kind of inflamed testicle. He in the post-match interview, screaming about diving. Yeah. Of all things, so I was like, "Who was diving? It's <laughs> like nobody <laughs> was diving." You. He was just idiot. salty, lost. He was That's was so all. fucking salty. Yeah. It was such bullshit. He like, thought he was going to win I was the like, league. This oh week. yeah, then you're yeah. fucking yeah, but your players like. What What was brilliant was was that in the dying moments, they kind of they were they had broken mm. forward. They were rushing forward, and there was like a three-on-one overload at our back post. Yeah. So Kolasinac Is tracking back And all Barnes has to do Is just run And he's pretty much I'm like already He still has to beat the keeper And maybe one defender Yes But you know th- He's in He's got, got good odds Yes But rather than just Simply run into the box He chooses to try and hack He chooses to hack down Kolasinac mm-hmm. As they're running back Despite the fact that the ball's like 15 yards away <laughs> That was a shithouse And good fucking the ref me. sees yeah. it And he just goes mental I was like Ha ha You dirty cunt <laughs> Had you just did your job and just ran in. I mean, he, yeah, I'm like, he's goal side Yeah, he's goal side. Yeah, he'd no need to do it, but he just did it because he's a filth bag. It's his part. It's part. Of, it's his nature. And that's, that's it. I'm that yeah. I mean, like, they literally banned Jack Charlton on us. It was just yeah. pump the ball forward as fucking much as you possibly could. Mm. And it you know, worked. It worked once. And their the goal, and their goal was a fluke as well. Like, yeah.
2: But <clears throat> typical Arsenal defending, to be fair. Yes.
3: Yeah, no, it was kind of like it was like a shot that deflected off somebody. You literally, could have gone anywhere, mm. but decided just to go to Barnes' toe, and but like right, landed right in Barnes's toe, and he just fired home. And it was like rather than just everybody just kind of appealed, yeah, yeah, not yeah. realizing that Louise was playing him well on side, which yeah. wasn't really you know, Louise's fault because the ball had gone off the ball had
1: gone off somebody else, yeah. But it, but still though one way or the other it's still a hundred percent star for you guys. Yeah, so that's first amazing. time
2: in ten years we've yes. won two matches yes. in a row. and also
1: Danny Ceballos fucking ripping
3: it up. He no. was fucking brilliant.
2: And Pepe did a cool thing. And that has Pepe been absolutely. To,
3: it, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Pepe absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he earns a lot of banter points. I think he on. almost got arrested afterwards because he just slaughtered the enemy. <laughs> like, <laughs> the the look in his face, it's, yeah. it's like that. You know that uh, that uh, the nutmeg. Yes. photo that goes around like constantly on the web of your man who's just been nutmegged just, like, just he's just it's
2: like looking to the sky mm, and yes. going it's just like, like what the fuck have sh- I done right pure Shawshank absolutely yeah.
3: like if he was shot in the head at that <coughs> moment the guns, the gunshot would be drowned out by the sigh of relief <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, the thing just drained the life force out of Ben me yeah. that was fucking class he oh, could it. retire after that you never know like no, he'll have to be put out the pasture and say, My old gill boss. Oh. Taken round the back of the fucking
1: barn with a double barrel and blown away. <laughs> I can see Sean Dyche doing that to be fair. Yeah. yeah he's, he's put down a dog on his day. Yeah. You can definitely tell he's killed animals. He's for killed, a, yeah. He's definitely killed animals for
3: fun at some point.
1: Well, there was that rumour that he ate worms for a while. Mm. This is why he got his gravelly voice. I think that was just a rumour that, like, someone, one <laughs> of the lads, spread around the dressing room because they don't know much about Sean Dyche. He's like, he just comes in, yeah, he's, he's, he's a manager, just, we don't speak to him that much. Yeah. You he just he do what worms he's worms. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's worked. yeah. When he starts when he starts digging in the ground at the training <laughs> at the training pitch, we all just leave alone. We just let him do his thing. Yeah, it's it's he's fine. always running out after
1: rainfalls. <laughs> stamping his feet on the ground. <laughs>
2: on the ground,
3: can't
1: <laughs> Sean Dyche is a pigeon confirmed.
3: Um, no, they were they were all played. Yes, brilliant. Our team is gelling, and I was very 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 happy. And to see
1: not it. too soon either, because not in... too fucking soon. Yes,
3: I would prefer a few more games before the inevitable drill drill drilling that we're gonna
1: get is coming up. Mm. But, ah, fuck it, it's gonna happen. Yeah, so this is a, this is the rules of nature. That's all. Mm-hmm. So our three pm kickoffs on Saturday was Aston Villa one Bournemouth two cracking game. This one actually, uh, Harry Wilson's goal was fantastic, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously because I'm biased. But Douglas Luiz's goal for Aston Villa was even better because um, he gave away the ball for the second goal, for the Wilson goal, yeah. um, by literally nutmegging himself, thinking it was a Villa player behind him. But no, it was fucking Wilson. So he then he twatted in the <laughs> in the goal then. So that wasn't very smart of him. So he made up for that then by basically scoring for 25 yards, top corner. Absolutely fantastic. Pretty much uh,
3: similar to what Didi did in the Leicester game today. Um, yeah, making gave, up for the mistake. Yeah, yeah, he gave away the ball for the goal and then scored equaliser. Indeed.
1: Um, Indeed. Var again at play um, for a one-all draw between Brighton and West Ham. Uh, I'm just ignoring the pun, by the way. What do I just say? <laughs> because no, because Sky Sports just did that exact pun, and Aww, they made and they no. put a big, they put a big caption saying, "Yes, indeed, yes, we we've, we've had this in the locker for three years yeah. since he signed." Ah, uh, anyway. Can I come out of the box now, sir? No! <laughs> Stay in. You make more puns and keep making puns until you go home, which is never. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, VAR play for uh, Brighton-West Ham It ended 1-1-all one, one But by accounts, Brighton could have won Because um, Trossard had a goal disallowed by VAR uh, and, then, and then Trossard then scored for realsies then To mm-hmm. make it a 1-all draw um, Norwich, great result for these guys Beating Newcastle 3-1 a Timo Pukki hat-trick yeah. And mm-hmm. let me say, the first goal was an absolute fucking peach Yeah,
2: like Hits on Pukki. the half
1: volley nice Was he kind of a thunderbolt? Well, I don't know what the finish is for Thunderbolt. If anyone from Finland is actually listening, write in and tell us what that means. What, well, what that is Finnish?
3: You've been all talking about him, like he's some kind of rare Pokemon. But he,
1: he's, he's, a, he's a shiny Finnish player. Yeah. <laughs> 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 i trying to think of, uh, Once we get to Timo Pookie, I'll try and figure out what type he is. But he sounds like an electric type. Yeah, I he does. Uh, I uh, just yeah. Saying,
3: hence the Thunderbolt
1: fucking aggression. Yeah, definitely
3: sounds yeah. like he, you know, static yeah. balls and
1: shit. Yeah, there. probably electric, maybe steel. I don't know. Um. Yeah, electric steel I'll go with, I think. Will it be? maybe
3: I don't know we're about to plumb the depths of nerdiness in this fucking football yeah 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 it's fair Yeah.
1: so so I I don't want to undermine our core demographic (laughs) our core demographic of six followers thank you for subscribing by the way
3: all six of you are wonderful yes I'm going to try this Uh, goes out very very good in bed
1: And when the time this goes out, it'll be four followers. Um, yeah, the other two just dropped off early. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so Everton then beat Watford 1 0 in the Marco Silver Derby. Uh, not much to say about this. They scored an early goal and kept it. So well done to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've not done that before. No, they have not, actually, in fairness. Nah, that uh, wasn't see,
3: even sarcasm. They really have not done that
1: no. before. <laughs> to be fair, Pigford made some great saves to keep him in it. So yeah. that's fair enough. Um, then Southampton uh, beaten two one by Liverpool. F- fairly close game because we were absolutely fucking haggards. Is that not the Manny Derby? There was the Manny, the Manny Derby, the Lalana Derby, the, the Chamberlain Derby, Van Dijk Derby, yeah. the Ricky Lambert Derby, <laughs> Deja Lovren Derby.
3: Oxley chamberlain oh, yeah. yeah, I said Ox.
1: Yeah. So oh, yeah. there's still, there's always one that I'm missing because it's the one that just not Nathaniel Klein. There we go. Yes. So seven derbies in total. But um, yeah. Um. <laughs> again, noteworthy for um, Adrian's fantastic impression of Lars Carius in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to check it out and laugh at him if you want. But he, to be fair to him, he actually had a fairly good game before that because he made a brilliant point-blank save to stop Che Adams scoring yeah. at the start. So, it uh, checks and balances, I suppose. And then it the was the most noteworthy game um, of the whole lot is Man City 2 Spurs 2. Man City actually dropped points. Um, but again, it's because of VAR, which is... Our if it's anything... If it was anything I, I want Craig Charles to do that so, Welcome to the VAR was the VAR was yeah oh um, <laughs> but they really kicked out Man City in the balls here because Rodri could have had a penalty but VAR didn't even look at it uh, and then the late equaliser from Jesus was was not given because of a handball when I say a handball it was a brush on Laporte's arm and then it found to Jason yeah, it, it wasn't even like a ricochet or like, deflection uh, I like
2: um, how this is coming into the Premier League and I knew it would yeah. That all this outrage of, oh, it touched an arm, but it didn't actually deflect its path at all, or blah, 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 blah. This was the whole point of the World Cup in France, yeah. and the Women's World Cup, was giving out shit about how bad, the handball rules. It's yeah. not VAR. VAR yeah. is just following the rules.
1: Exactly, yeah. But
2: it's it's funny seeing, like, a lot of the followers that I have on Twitter and stuff are, like...
1: Now noticing it. Yeah, yeah. well,
2: it's more a case of, like, they've seen it in France and they couldn't wait to hear people's reactions when it came into the Premier League. Oh,
1: yeah, but no, I, I can't wait for Sunday supplements to, <clears> to go on about 45 minutes about so it's it. sort of
3: that. So, sorry, like, the, the shit-stirring bucket that's been go-on-the-go since the World Cup is now... Mm. Finally, yeah. come to fruition. Now, <laughs> cool. now, now, it's starting. Now it's starting to ferment and grow legs, Absolutely.
1: quite literally, because and there's a lot of old in that and shit all over everything. It's Absolutely, um, yeah, quite no of game because Pep Guardiola was really on fucking something at that point because he was quite an angry man at that on that in that game. Yeah, he was very, very angry. He I has every right to girl. be. though Yeah, he has every right to be because Jesus, he, no, they were controlling that any, the game. Doesn't does have
2: any right to be. Maybe. Well, at one the point there, there was like the 19 shots. Um, Man City had 19 shots and Tottenham had two. Yes. And those two shots were the ones they scored from. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my God, how many times has this been Arsenal?" Actually, no.
3: Yeah. Remember the time we lost? Like, was it we lost two one to Man U and they had one shot on target? Yeah.
1: yeah. It just happens sometimes. You just, but then again, that was the, the, I would argue that the two well, goals yeah, were was, was so just awesome. lapses of concentration because if the, the Spurs equalizer came right after Man City scored and all they did was just not tackle Lamella yeah. And lo and behold, when you don't intercept your player, because again, well, yeah, like, they're all tactics are based like, off that.
2: Having them. Lamella run towards you, you're like, yeah, he's going to fuck it up anyway,
3: so let's, <laughs> let's not the,
2: waste her energy. Lads, don't
3: worry, it's Lamella. What the <laughs> f***? He's <laughs> <laughs> never done that before.
1: Oh no! It's the who's supposed to do that too. Ah,
3: oh, got the number That's wrong. That's not Lebel and not somebody else. <laughs> these are fake arms.
1: <laughs> these are fake Spurs. These
3: are fake Spurs.
1: He's going to play well. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, great, great game for the uh, for the neutral and great game for me because we're clearly going to win the league based off this. Absolutely. Now. Yeah, it's, it's already happened. It's year. Yeah, because we're going to go 38 games completely unbeaten. <laughs> we'll have three players left. Mo Salah will have grown two extra legs to compensate. It's going to be a hell of a season. actually have to, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to try and clone him. I think it would be easier. Yeah. You know. Anyway. So the kick then, which have just finished uh, as time of recording. Sheffield United won Crystal Palace nil. <laughs> Sheffield United, the best of the promoter the team so far. Yep. Because of their overlapping centre-backs. Overlapping center I've got to just
2: point out that I, I had this, like, in our original podcast when we were previewing hmm. the week. I said that. You
1: did say that, Yes. Yeah, we no one, no one believed you, but uh, yeah. yeah, you're kind of proven right because they were actually pretty fucking tidy against Palace. Yeah. Well, that being said, when your Palace and your best attacking f- forward is Benteke, <coughs> just saying, that sign a striker. There's a lot on the market at the minute. Like no,
3: don't sign a striker. This is brilliant. Sheffield realised that everything Palace do goes through Zaha, mm. and they just they very comfortably, very quietly marshalled Zaha out of the way. Yeah. Let Benteke gamble around like a fucking bunny.
1: It, um, it says something about how how good the tactics are that they're able to have a centre back bomb forwards to and the they, like, and they he, still have defensive cover to the corner it's exceptional.
3: flag like for the the build up to the goal he's over at that the was the Jack O'Connor yeah he was at the far left corner flag he's, like, he's a centre back yeah what the fuck
1: I think he won't technically get a, get the assist for it because Freeman will yeah but, um, but by all accounts that was a that was thanks to O'Connor you know yeah. which is a shame but yeah no great result for Sheffield United um I sense the... If they keep their home form like that, they're gonna be a fucking tough trip to go to. No, like, we, like we said in the predictions, but because they're so cavalier, they've actually done quite well so far. Absolutely, it's, yeah.
2: lit- it's been enjoyable to watch as well.
1: Yeah, it's been mad. Like it's just one. Of, it's one of those things
3: where you look at it and go, "This might be crazy enough to work." Yeah. Oh, shit, and as team. I
1: said, being patriotic here, a good Sheffield United side means a good Irish side because mm-hmm. half the team is fucking Irish. Fucking Although
2: him. Callum went off injured,
1: he did. Yeah, that was a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: So
0: hopefully it's not
1: a big deal. I think yeah. it looked like, it looked like just a bit of a like a tear, yeah. like a knock. So we'll say Yeah, and yeah. um, and the game that just ended as of recording was Chelsea won and Leicester won. Uh, <laughs> game of <it> two <laughs> half Spoil <laughs> accounts. Very much so. Yes. Well, actually, a game of like twenty minutes Chelsea and seventy Leicester. I think I would kind of put it that way because. Uh, uh, no,
3: the first half was mostly
1: was uh, mostly Chelsea, but mostly they Chelsea, did. and then they just stayed in the dressing room for the yeah. second half. Well, I, I do have a I do have my thoughts on Chelsea based off the Super Cup as well, but um. But like I said, that's pretty much the Sunday fixtures. We will have Wolves, Man United, which will probably be a Wolves win. So uh, take take our word for it, probably. <laughs> so there's no point to the league table because there's only two games, but only two clubs have 100 percent records, um, which is us, obviously. Great result, which is why we're so jubilant for this podcast. But the club One would might give,
3: say jubilant,
1: indeed, <laughs> iridescent. I would say Just, let's let's throw out fancy words yes, and confuse absolutely. our audience.
2: Adolescent.
1: <laughs> Evanescence there we go so yes. um, so bringing this back to life uh, the oh, club yeah. I want to talk about got oh, him you know. got him got him got Edited him, him. No. edit that no I'm hell. keeping that in Edited I'm that keeping out. that in that is my like one joke for this podcast Look and that's it, it that's your one joke that's the one joke holy yeah, yeah. shit I'm the host that can't be funny
3: you're too two fucking funny ones i your fucking <laughs> to hoist <least> yourself on <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking hell I'm hoping that Amy Lee is one of our followers that, yeah. cause she's mad. she loves football you see that's the thing Great, great, great supporter. Um, so thanks for listening. So um, the club I do want to talk about, though, in terms of our first kind of set piece or in like our club of focus, if you like, is Chelsea yep. because they have had a really ah, roller coaster wrong, week. Wrong, wrong. Sorry, you Frank, Frank Lampard's, Lampard's Chelsea. You're right, Lampard, sorry. PLC, baby. Yeah, sorry about that. It's, I'm so used to calling them Chelsea last season. So, yeah. so in terms of Frank Lampard's Chelsea, they've gone from a four 0 loss to losing Super Cup on penalties in Istanbul mm-hmm. to drawing with Leicester. Mm-hmm. now that it does sound like a very diverse week and it very much is but <laughs> I would say to them the Chelsea team had been good in places they have been good in places they played great yes i fucking
3: <laughs> read this thing about like I don't understand how you people were often saying to me when I said when I was saying that to people, mm. was like, Chelsea played really well and people were like they got hockey by a shite United team yeah. 4-0 like how do you play well and lose to this garbage United team four fucking nil mm. I mean I understand it's at Old Trafford and it's just basically I was just saying well Zuma made a stupid fucking tackle for really a a stupid move, yeah. I think it was about a stonewall of penalties you're ever likely to see was ridiculous mm. and I'm fairly certain that if the double jeopardy hadn't been invoked like a couple of years back where um, tackles in the box oh right yeah you, yeah, you can't concede a penalty and get card- red carded unless like you do something fucking horrendous like Mm. save the ball with your hands the last man back whatever yeah, it is that yeah yeah of shit. I, i'm i'm pretty certain he probably would have walked for that had those rules not been in mm. cuz he fucking clatters about. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it's, it's dumb it's it's yeah it's dumb it's stupid but again like they just made three mistakes and just you know it just came in
1: and just capitalized on yeah it. i have further thoughts on that because with the super cup they were by far a better team yeah Um, especially in the first half they could have had as dead to rights i
2: think just my thoughts on that was that uh, they kind of had Liverpool had seen the hockey and scoreline and not necessarily looked at the performance and kind of said ha yeah we're going to
3: we're gonna do this, we're gonna ace this, we're gonna walk this. Mm. Yeah, they probably looked at the United team sheet map. They lost four hills at Oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I'm probably not that cynical. Um, and I think it's more so the fact that like we're still trying to catch up on our sleep because <laughs> yeah. it's 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 purely by the fact that we just have no energy to even try and be like that kind of confident against mm-hmm. Chelsea. We were riding our luck in the Super Cup final, and goes without saying. But uh, and obviously going to penalties is probably the worst thing for both teams. oh yeah. When
3: it, when, when you were t- you were tweeting me about oh it's a, it's going to extra time. I I couldn't help but laugh maniacally. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting there going nobody wants that. Nobody Absolutely. wants that. Not, it, not If you just turn around to both teams, and went right lads, look, you'll have an extra time, we'll flip a coin and whoever gets it wins. How about I that? D- yeah. Both d- yeah. teams would have. Both teams would have gone. Yeah, can we get in the plane now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can I go nap naps? <laughs> let <laughs> to go home <laughs> sell down with my juice box go nap nap yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just mill it there with a strong cup of tea and just sleep sleep in that recliner yeah. as is as is common nature yeah. Um. Uh. Uh,
2: but yeah Tammy Abrams missed his penalty yes well Adrian came off his line and saved the penalty which you know fire didn't interject there
0: mm-hmm.
1: no they have this weird kind of like I don't want to call it a loophole, but they have this kind of weird caveat to that rule, especially with the with that var. Is that if it's not like objectively like he's done a do deck and just lunged off the line, I think it's it's something to do with the with the moment Abraham kicks the ball. Mm. So he the ball has left his foot. So now Adrian can move. It's not before or after. It's something weird, weird in like that. But <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, What's
3: how, long, how long do they have? They, think, think fucking goalkeepers have to react to them. That's the. Ball. That's the thing. Remember when we're having our VAR debates?
1: Yeah.
2: This during the World Cup was one of the th- things that, like Lee Alexander for Scotland, mm. had the exact same distance come off the line. Yeah. And had made a fantastic, better save than what Adrian did. Yeah. And um, because she actually. The person had a good penalty that she yeah was able Adrian to. just left his footing yeah yeah um but like she got called back she got carried and she got put back on the line and then they retook the penalty mm-hmm. that should have been retaken
1: but yeah if they were doing this if they're doing the same precedence from the Women's World Cup they would have but I think the general perception was that that rule is quite harsh on the keepers I can't
2: believe yeah but like I can't believe no the rule is so bollocks but it is still the rule yeah yeah and the same way that they are not going easy on the handball rule and the penalty in the lead up to a goal yeah like it should be the same for the keepers and the referee like Frappard was going up and telling on the line on the line I was very clear (laughs) yeah
1: and then he, she doesn't call it up on it. Like what the fuck? Mm, I don't know. It's I. I say it's because it's. It could be just the fact that it's like an inch or something. Something really, really daft that just or covers just, them. It was the final. There pe- was the final. They penalty, just wanted they Just
3: like yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Nobody's watching this.
1: Yeah, box. general. Mind it is one. It would have been one a.m. local time in Turkey. Because yeah. that penalty could have gone on forever at that point. Pretty much. Because that, and that's the problem with these with those VAR calls now is the fact that penalty shooters are going to go on for so long because keepers are going to be just gonna be so hard to save anything. It'll be it'll have to go to a miss or as opposed to a save now. You know that's my um, that's my point of view, but at least like we won. It and yeah, at least there was a, a winner. They'll have a memorial film reel at the end of every penalty
3: shootout for all the players that died of old age midway. Through. Yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> no. Well, and Michelle
2: O'Neill, who was the assistant referee. Yes. Yeah. No. The, the refereeing
1: so overall referee. for that game was very very good. Yeah. Bad. No. Yeah, yeah. No.
3: That was brilliant. That was very very well refed and very well done.
1: Probably well refed the most actually because there was like Chelsea. Chelsea always have this habit of like surrounding referees. I think Aspas Laquetta I think, um, I can't remember, just like Gabe was very, very mouthy to Frappard. And I think, th- I don't know, I don't want to like accuse him of this, but I know it was a Chelsea player that said, You, you sure about that, you stupid bitch? And you can see him mouth it, you know. Um, and Frappard said, Try that again. And you, you just, she's just there, like threatening for the go for the cards. Like, say that again. And he just went, Oh, yeah, whatever. You know, but uh, I don't know, I don't think it was the Quetta. I think it was another Chelsea player, because mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like something Dave would do. Um, but yeah, for, for the most part, like, <laughs> that doesn't. You insinuate that a Chelsea player would be disrespectful towards a woman. No, I mean, <laughs> that, not, not under not under Frank Lampard's regime. Frank Lampard loves women.
3: Tammy
2: Abrams has been getting awful racist abuse since missing that from, yeah. from Chelsea fans. Now,
1: which is, I will, I would say it's Twitter. I'd say most of them are troll accounts, just set up just to be cons.
3: Are you certain about that? But it's I'd be, I'd say it's, Chelsea. I'd say it's fifty-fifty. If it was any other team, You'd I'd be, I, like, would be on board with that. Yeah, but. It's, it's Chelsea yeah you know, Frank Lampard's tea. Chelsea Frank, Frank Lampard's Chelsea New Lampard, regime it's all Chelsea. yeah so Frank Lampard's the guns, Chelsea the, you know. the guns centre
1: left now Neil you know really? yeah. their teams they're, they're are, full their fans are, now, are yeah.
2: constantly getting like bad, lifetime bans for yeah. like racism
1: and they've been doing quite well like handing them out and actually sticking to them you know
3: well, didn't they bring in like all like, the penalties for it as well it's like they take you on like a guided tour of the Auschwitz death camps
1: yeah it, no that's for the anti-semitic um, oh that's the anti-semitic Yeah, against Spurs yeah <laughs> which is gas because like, like the Spurs fans also do the same chance which is kind of weird like yeah. but even the there's Spurs actually a, there's
3: actually a fantastic article in the Athletic about
1: that because he called him. <laughs> yeah. sorry sorry uh, that's um, Neil Custis' response by yeah. the way if you haven't seen his Twitter account just go tweet yeah, we, and reply we, yeah, and just we've every lost single time subscribe right now because it was him <laughs> like, no <laughs> I thought sorry.
2: these wouldn't mention it
1: he's <laughs> <laughs> just there every time he listened to a podcast they yeah. said
2: the Atlantic again <laughs>
1: I'm a person <laughs> <laughs> it should have
2: been me I just want to announce I'm also writing for the athletic <laughs> we're all actually writing for the athletic yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man,
1: there's so, so
3: much money it's amazing so much cash so much
1: cash mm-hmm. oh.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so Chelsea ended up their week, their upside down week uh, by drawing with
1: Leicester. Yeah, and I noticed that it was the same pattern as the last two games. Well, um, play well in the first half and then not show up in the second. Yeah, yeah. But the, But, but <laughs> I to, to kind of pull up the tactics truck a little bit here, the first, like the Man United game, I noticed that their midfield was completely terrible. Because um, I think they ran with like they, they're, they're, I think their plan is to try and flood the midfield Of having like a 4-5-1 I think that's Lampard's way of going go around it I think it's like two defensive three forwards Right problem with that is The two defensive ones were Kovacic Who doesn't have a defensive bone in his body And Jorginho who I think is terrible I think he's massively overrated Yeah. So then you have three attacking midfielders in uh, I don't think Pulisic was playing at United But it was Barkley Mount And who uh, can't remember uh, Pedro yeah. Pedro was playing that position as well. Now, Pedro's been great for for Chelsea since he's uh, come in. Um, Mount's been great. Pulisic had a great game in the Super Cup. The problem is, in the Super Cup, they left all the work to Kante. And as only by virtue of the fact that it was Kante, they actually did really, really well in that game. Yeah. The problem is, though, you can't just leave all the defensive work, the clean-up duty, to one player if you're playing that sort of system. You have to have someone else doing clean-up duty as well. So I noticed in the, in the lesser game that they were all full pelt for those 20 minutes um, and then the midfield just suddenly just spread apart because mm. all the three forward players were staying forward. They were not doing the defensive work that was demanded of like, you know, if you're playing wide, you, so your, your players still have to come back a little I don't, bit. I don't,
3: think, I don't think so. I think they they played the exact same way it's just that Liverpool copped on to the fact that there was all this space here. But that's the thing, you, you know, see, they weren't covering the space. That's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. I think the reason why is like, oh, they played really well for the first half. I think that was just how long it took Liverpool and other teams. To probably figure do, out how Frank f- Lampard Yeah, yeah, hey, wait a minute. If, we, if I cut on the inside, if I stay out wide, I'm going to get marked. If I cut inside, I've only got Kante mm. to, to mark me. Now, that would normally be a, an ominous kind of task in itself because yeah. he's brilliant. But he also has to mark three other people yeah exactly or so two, if you're, two other people so if you're running
1: a three man midfield yeah he's has to try and mark three people which he can do quite adequately <laughs> yeah. but not for like hundred, 120 minutes no, yeah like, that's, you know. it's
3: just hilarious
1: yeah um, but I have noticed it's the same pattern it's like they start off really really early Come in like with a house on fire, especially in the United game where Abraham smacked off the post. Like that yeah. goal could have easily gone he in. Hit the
3: post twice, didn't he? Twice, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Like he could have easily op- sc- scored that goal, and mm-hmm. Chelsea were in the ascendancy for the entire game because then the United heads would have gone down. And um, again, it's easy, very easy for me to say this before the Wolves game because <gasps> they could. <laughs> I, I love that's going to be a thing now. So, um, the fact is, like if they whoever scores the opening goal, right? Yeah. You see their heads can go up or go down they're going to be such a flat track bullied side and that kind of worked to like Chelsea's advantage as well because they could be the same thing if they score first brilliant we'll either like crack on or we're going to just coast like they did against Leicester yeah, Leicester I figured I, out I was about to say that. what we did in yeah. the Super Cup
3: and that's just it just to to Use the most, uh, the very often misattributed Einstein call as a definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yeah. expecting different results, and it just won't change. The te- there's no plan
1: B at Frank
3: I just, I just
1: find at the Lager midfield Lager. incredibly flawed. Yeah, like you just it, there's too many attacking players, and there's no one that's willing to do the defensive duty. And what's even more surprising to me is that the deputy to Kante was drink Now, granted probably you're doing well to get him back into the starting 11 but he's a very you need players like him in your system you know in the same way that like Rafa has always insisted despite everyone's better judgment no I need Lucas in my team mm-hmm. but everyone at the time was going but Lucas doesn't play football he just fails it's like exactly because he's on clean-up duty. in the same way that Kante is also still is is still kind of playing how Sarri used to play him as a number eight mm-hmm. basically to bomb forward and, and scrap around the place by the Super Cup he was back in his all role which he's so much much better at Jorginho was now at cleanup up duty in this game so I think Lampard's just trying to still get the mix of the midfield but, Jorginho, but when you, you play three striker, three attackers at line of stern in front of your striker the two have to defend you have to have two defensive minded if you don't then you're, you're going to le- surrender so much space I mean,
3: the thing about Jor- Jorginho is that people the initial Kind of when Sari brought him over, Hmm. the initial thing was this man passes so often. Yeah, I was like something like nine million passes. Yeah, he's he's basically a one touch passer. He's a one touch, and the the, I think the theory was, was how on earth do you mark or tackle somebody who literally only ever touches the ball once? Yeah. Uh, like at
1: a time, but it's Just stand on him.
3: Th- That's just it. <laughs> just and stand on them. Yeah. As it turns out, very fucking easy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> if he's just go, if he's passing sideways yeah. as well, like there's nothing, there's no danger there. That's the thing. It's exactly. They, yeah. There's no real out. No, that's and the problem. It's
2: like so. I I don't know where I saw this. It was on Twitter or something. Someone tweeted that like seventy nine percent of his passes are back. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, and then. Another quite, you know, the rest of the tiny bit of percentage that's left is mm. sideways and maybe 2% go forward.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, like, it, and it, it's kind of a symptom of sorry ball in the way because it, that works in Italian football where the pace is far much slower and, tar- and strategic. Whereas in the, in the English game, you pretty much have a player in every team doing that anyway. Like, Henderson was our one touch player f- our passer for a long, long time until Fabinho came in and he's doing like balls over the top. Or, or leave it to Van Dijk and he'll play what is essentially like a quarterback mm-hmm. and play and bond them up forward or even Matthew just goes fuck it I feel like running 60 yards lads watch this film me and off he yeah. pops like yeah. same way that you guys will have Torreira to do the same job yeah. or uh, Man City has Rodri you know we, we, you we, always have that player in the team you don't need to buy one in exactly. you make that um, it's easy yeah
3: exactly and we have Luis now doing those ball, long balls over the top yeah I will, say, I
1: will say one thing about the Chelsea team is some of the youngsters getting the time uh, they need is brilliant because the team that team that is the youngsters are good enough to be in that first level. <laughs> yeah, letter. I know.
3: It kind of shows up the fact that they used the loan yeah. purely for financial Like, means.
1: Could you imagine the team they would have had if they did use the young players? Yeah. They'd still have Lukaku. They'd still have De the Bruyne. they still have Courtois. It's remarkable how much they've balled it up yeah. over the years. And now because you have somebody... Who essentially, as a club legend, can get away with experimenting because the goodwill is there. Abramovich is can't spend money, can't sack. S- yeah. and um, because of the
3: transfer ban, it's now this entire season is basically a free swing.
1: Absolutely, and he can't, and they probably, he probably couldn't get away for sacking him mm-hmm. either because he's Frank Lampard. It's just a weird like political power to have now. It's just yeah. like if you sack me, they'll turn on you. <laughs> yeah you know that's
3: it there's no and also who would you replace him with Does
1: nobody left oh john terry obviously you and then we full
3: tracksuit wanker
1: yeah and then we move down the list then didier drogba mackalaley <laughs> damien duff is he still around yeah. Get him, <laughs> him wayne bridge yeah, yeah that'd be great practice team, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no john terry and wayne bridge yeah, together yeah, there's the it. winning team so that's our um that's our talk about the uh, chelsea and the start of the season So before we move to our halftime break, it's time to award our hand of cod for this week. Woo! This fella Ronaldo is a COD. I don't care what he's going. I
3: thought he, he was fucking dreadful. Rod Niblett,
1: he's the guy who ran away and left his wife for a young one. So, uh, if you don't know the hand of Carter already, if you're a new uh, customer or or subscriber or listener, hello by the way. Um, I have the call as our award for general ineptitude over the last two weeks. Um, could Does be it anything. Have to be just ineptitude. Can it be ball baggery, Ball baggery douche baggery shit Um, it's a very catch-all um award. You know, yeah, just yeah, something no. that's got on our week in the last two. Oh, weeks. Oh yeah,
3: mine's one hundred and two percent ball baggery.
1: Ball baggery, Okay, that's good. That's good. Because mine is incompetence. because uh, I'd like to start off with mine today. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and I um, in case you haven't noticed, uh, Champions League qualifiers have been happening, and there've been a few shots actually. Um, this time around. <laughs> Um, the, I suppose like the, the one that will kind of catch you off guard is Porto get knocked out by kruven Krasnodar, which is a bit of a shock. Um, but there's a reason for that. Uh, I believe FC Basel got knocked out by last Linz as well. So, that's mm-hmm. it. so there's two Champions League mainstays gone already. The one team that should be in the Champions League, though, and have been perennially Champions League um, participants in years gone by, but not anymore because the league is so bad, is Celtic. Now, the reason they're my hand of cod this week is because they are the Scottish champions and the fact that they can't even qualify for the Champions League and they don't really seem to kind of look at it as a bit as a big deal upsets me a little bit because we know from from Irish football that the coefficient the magical coefficient is very very important for our league development because we don't get any money from the FAI for our domestic league. That money, at
3: the Irish, that
1: money goes into a kitty for John Delaney to piss up on Temple Barra on uh, Christmas as Eve. As previously mentioned. As previously mentioned, yes. So the fact is that Scottish football finds itself in the exact same situation where it is a one-club league with Rangers trying to keep up in second place. Um, but Rangers do have their heads screwed on properly. They are targeting the Europa League. And um, Stephen Jarrett did a very funny, um, I say funny, but a very interesting interview um, after it, where he was basically saying, well, you're basically supporting Celtic in a way, saying we really do need Scottish teams in the Champions League because again, he knows how this works. He knows that if the coefficient is better for Scotland, more Scottish teams qualify yeah. and the standard improves. But Celtic seem absolutely content to just keep winning domestic titles, and it may, and it's such a law of diminishing returns. You're not willing to invest in the in the club as such. They, they I don't think they've like spent major money the last few windows they just give him the job to Neil Lennon because he's the best manager around or in other words the best manager that to keep up with the shite that you're giving him like Brendan was Brendan was not happy with uh, Dembele getting sold after Leon you know 60 million 16 million lovely lovely job but that 16 million is not going back to Brendan Rodgers that's to keep the self, that's to keep the club afloat because they're not they're not getting any fucking stimulus from the league yeah they're not getting european football which has been yeah. their crutch for the they haven't, for years no,
3: no they, they haven't made uh you know the Old Firm derby. You know mm. that's not making them any that that's not making them nearly as much cash as it was when it was a two horse league. Yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. And I think both of those clubs really stoked up the kind of sectarianism because they both earned an awful lot of money from. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. So I have no real sympathy for Celtic or Rangers either. No, I don't. I, I, I don't have any sympathy. They, they both—they're two clubs that have massively profited from the sectarianism between. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like they they they've competed at a spite for so many years and now because obviously there was a correlation between Rangers um going down to the third division and the SPL generally going to shit mm-hmm. because no one was able to to take the the place of Rangers. Aberdeen couldn't step up or Hearts or Hibernian. Most of them got relegated <laughs> and they came back up again because sometimes it just made sense, ah yeah, fuck it, we'll just get relegated and save money. Also,
3: yeah. it makes it really difficult for them to keep players. I mean, one mm. of the main reasons that like Tierney got sold to Wolves was and like even Neil Lennon said it himself. Now he wasn't happy about Tierney League like, going because yeah. he really liked it. He, he was a talisman, he was a fantastic at point, player. Yeah. But, but he's just like, all right, then well, like who's he competing for but the Scottish national team? Robertson. Yeah, who did Robertson play for? Liverpool. Liverpool have just won the Champions League. Mm. Who's getting to that Scottish team? It's Robertson. Yeah, you know, he's like he has to go somewhere else. He's like, he can't win anything more than he's done at Celtic because they're not getting any better in Europe yeah he's like well they've done that triple triple thing we've won all three
1: cups three oh, yeah. years uh, ago yeah but like three so cups against, against against with? semi-professional teams yeah. you know you can't celebrate that oh he just won the Scottish Cup final against Kilmarnock yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah you could be in the Champions League quarter finals against Juventus yeah. or perhaps even dare I say try and win the Europa League yeah. because that might get you into the Champions League and you might even get a few bob out of it Like Rangers, Rangers put a lot of effort into Europa League last year and give Rangers credit, they fucking gave it a go. I don't think they got through the group stages in the end, or at least they got... No, they didn't, no. But they tried. Like, that team team was not good enough at that time. They might be better this season, maybe. But at least they have their priorities right. They need to do better in Europe in order to make the league better. Whereas Celtic would go, no, I'm happy to be the big fish in in a shrinking pond until they are the only fish there and they're out of water, and this metaphor is run out of space. <laughs> so much like that puddle that they're swimming in. Absolutely. At. <laughs> so that's my cod. And um, very appropriate yeah. metaphor at the end. Um, Rachel, what's your cod of the week?
2: My cod of the week is the Women's ICC, so the International Club Championship. And tied in with that, not that isn't my cod. It's Premier Sports. <laughs> yes. Premier Sports um, had announced that they were going to be showing the ICC online yeah. which prompted a lot of people to buy subscriptions to Premier Sports mm. people who already who didn't already have subscriptions subscribed purely on the basis that they're going to see the ICC Women's Cup as well as a select number of um, American League women's soccer yeah so
3: the FA WSL isn't
2: it? Uh, no that's the English one it's the uh, NWSL uh, yes cup cool. uh, yeah yeah it is yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you're
2: right um, all my letters I'm dyslexic um, <laughs> <laughs> my brain uh, so, so yeah so a lot of people tuned in yes let's watch man city versus leon i think it was mm. and that's a good match the stream died
1: on um, premier sports on
2: premier sports so the people who had subscribed to the channel had paid 12 year old for the month uh you know you could buy a one-off month subscription yeah. you can or you can get an annual etc yeah um, yeah, and people paid the money and the stream went down and they were tweeting back to people who were complaining saying, well, it's not our fault that you subscribe today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> when our stream is, is I, lo- I love
1: that response. It's like, yeah, I know I am, but what are, what are you?
2: Like,
1: um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> is it just someone from Textport going, la la la, not listening.
2: Uh, but as well as that, they're like, well, alternative if you can watch the stream on our Facebook page. So then everyone went on to the stream of the Facebook page and that crashed. <laughs> uh, so, we don't know, like, you know, who knows how that match ended. No, obviously <laughs> we
1: did Sports used to be Satanta, didn't they? Uh, yes. That yeah. explains yeah. absolutely everything. Because they were always terrible.
2: But, yeah, anyway, so that's why I it the week just because it's just a pure shit of like, well, it's your fault you subscribed today. <laughs>
1: I I don't I uh, oh that's that's great because they already got the money that's yeah. it they're just like yeah sorry mate I uh, to uh, provide a service yeah.
3: yeah they they hang up the phone and they just throw them bales of money at each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's many fights
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, again it's Premier Sports they probably got like. Oh, we better pick well, all up. Well, it's not necessarily...
2: <laughs> like, it's like the women's ICC, so it's not necessarily it's going to be the big money draw, but, like... But it it's a draw, been, yeah. Yeah. People
1: will, will subscribe to it were, for uh, that. like,
2: a select number of my Twitter bubble had mm. specifically... <laughs> like.
1: But it's it's even it's in comparison to what the FA are doing for the Women's League, that they're allowing... They're streaming everything for the Women's League, which I think yes, is a brilliant I move. I will talk about it
2: in my preview. Indeed.
1: Stay tuned for extra time next week for that, guys. Um, Neil... What's your cod? My cod I don't know this card, you see. This. Yes, exactly. I, I think he's I kept figured his it secret. It yeah, my cod ca- is
3: the Dutch skunk Robin Van Persie. Ah oh, okay. Yes. He can go
1: get fucked. Right. Get fucked he can I, I sense some um some saltiness here, so um He's rewriting
2: history.
3: He's rewriting history to sit himself. Basically, he got hired by BT Sport. As a, Yes, I remember yes. that one. Yeah. as a pundit to offer his fucking douchebag opinions. No one ass. wanted his opinion. Nobody wanted it, yeah. L- quite literally the answer to the question, nobody was fucking asking. <laughs> Alright? So, having been fed up being like left in the wasteland that is Fenerbahce, wherever mm-hmm. whatever fucking pisshole he was playing in. Istanbul. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what he said.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost our turn. So, so
3: basically, on his first fucking go-around, which By the way, it does not bode well for the rest of his laughable career. Mm. Uh, Came up with a quote. Uh, Basically, they started talking about how he left Arsenal. Yeah. And said, essentially, it boiled down to um, Arsenal didn't offer him a new contract. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying, my wife, uh, the club, was getting a bit sick of me, and they wanted me out of there, and they never offered me a new contract. Which I find quite weird, because he played 48 games the season before, and scored 37 goals. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? We didn't offer him a new contract? He scored 37 goals. And top score of the season. Though, top score of the it, season, yeah. got the golden boot. Really? He wasn't offered a fucking new contract? He fucking was. <laughs> and how do we know this? How do we know he was? Well, well, we went back to his own farewell speech. Written by him. <laughs> I thought long and hard about it, but I've decided not to extend my contract. <laughs> you guys, the fans, have the right to disagree with my view and decision
1: and I will always respect your opinions. It's like an Arsenal version of Ace Attorney. You've just yeah, found a the contradiction.
3: bollocks! <laughs> After discussions on my new contract, it became clear me and Arsenal were not on the same page. It's like, what the fuck? I've never seen a person put a club under as much pressure as he did. And then he turned around, now he's saying, I'll put him in offer me a new contract. By the way,
1: not just under pressure to like go abroad, to go to Man United and win the league title. Yeah. Like, to literally just go, no, mate, I'm going to a bigger, I'm going to the bigger club. Your yeah. actual, your main rival said at that time, like. Yeah. So, wow, just. <laughs> well wow, that, that is kind of a, that's a hell of a shithouse right there, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
3: So, yeah, that's a, and also, like, obviously nobody at BT decided to go, oh, well, hang on.
2: <laughs> Let's not fact check this.
3: Let's not at all. And they just, and just the two of them are just nodding along. I mean, like, I watch a lot of American streams for the fucking footballs. Yeah. And we did deal with the two fucking Robbies. Yeah. Who are basically two spanners. Talking absolute bollocks. I don't. I don't understand how you've been watching and participating in football for as long as they have, and still know <laughs> nothing about it. That's actually quite. An, it's actually almost an
1: impressive yeah. task. Um, it's like the Americanized punditry. It's just yeah. the fact that, like, yeah, well, he definitely kicked the ball in the goal. Yeah. Back to you, Robbie. Yeah, absolutely.
3: So uh, you desperate to take over after the last Arsenal striker, which was Thierry Henry. Yes, Who was quite good actually. I quite liked him. He didn't give a fuck really. Yeah. You know, he was quite. You know, but this level of bullshit mm. fuck off
1: man. It's, it's a long line of uh, Arsenal strikers turned pundits he was just like you had Ian Wright you have Thierry Henry yeah but Wright he was good yeah. Henri was good yeah. Henry, Henry has style he yes. does
3: have that, that, that he does have that Ronaldo deal yeah absolutely yeah. yeah. he also told me like one of the funniest stories about Pep Guardiola as well Like, oh had, yeah when he was talking shocking away about Pep's tactics he's like no no Pep cannot not be listened to like you have to do what he says I remember one time when I was playing, he was playing for for Barcelona. Mm. It's like he um, picked up the ball in midfield. I dropped deep, deeper than I was told I was allowed to. But he dropped deep, cut into the midfield, ran with the ball, got the ball, yeah. ran out, cut in, scored, and then he was immediately subbed off. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "Well, why why was this subbed off?" It's like he didn't do what I told you to. You know that's why. Um, his, I think. Gollum Ballbag did a fucking book on Pep Guardiola. Guillaume Balagay for those yes. uninitiated. <laughs> no, for my name for <laughs> I, I, I do too. I do too. He did a, pup, he did a book on Pep Guardiola mm. and uh, it's forwarded by Alex Ferguson and all of Alex Ferguson's forward is is just basically him going, I talked to him after he decided to leave Barcelona and I was like, why are you leaving? What the fuck? And his third forward is basically him shouting at Pep for leaving what was the best cup team ever. Yeah. And Pep gave Gave the reason he said, Oh, uh, they stopped listening to me. And uh, the, <laughs> one of the scenes that he quoted is like during a team talk mm. uh, Lionel Messi got up, walked across the dressing room, and got a coke out of the vending machine and drank it in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if he was like staring yeah. you know you know, the, sw- the scrubs but the janitor is giving him the decks <laughs> and he made a Domino's music. That was probably in the background. as he drank this full fact. To out. be
1: fair, I think I think Messi would have a good death stare in him because he doesn't seem like an angry person. He just condenses it all into a game. Yeah, place. but
3: that was like the main, that was the catalyst for him leaving.
1: Fantastic. So, our hand of card then after that diversion. Um, Neil, what's your pick?
3: I'll go with the ICC stealing people's money.
1: Mm, my pick. And then laughing at the. Baton. <laughs> <laughs> my pick is Robin van Persie.
2: My pick is as an Arsenal fan, I yeah, that has riled me up and yep. I'd already picked my premier sports as my cod, so I was like, Damn it, Robin it's yep. <laughs> ruining another thing for me. But yeah, no, he's
1: my anacot. Yeah, I Woo-hoo. think that's a, that's a that's hook, line, and sinker there. So um, congratulations, Robin Percy. Another reward for you there to hang on your metal yeah, along prick. with your... You fucking skunk. Along with the dagger you threw in Wenger's back. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we've reached halftime of this podcast. When we come back then, we're going to be talking about the title contenders. Which means that we're going to be doing the Chelsea, which means the first half was really, really good. And <laughs> after this,
3: it's going
1: to be <laughs> So stay tuned for that. See you in a minute. Now, uh, that was a good football podcast. On to our second half now. And we're going to start chatting about the title contenders, supposedly, which are Man City and Liverpool. That's the yeah. ones we touted from the season preview, yeah. so when it makes sense we're to keep really. on with
3: them. us have Man City winning
1: it. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody has to be second place, you now. the to make this interesting. Sure. Yeah, but I don't think it's will this season. Probably not. Uh, it's funny you mention it actually, because we already look really fucking knackered yeah. the first three games. Like, it's just not gone... Because like, you're not
2: playing bad, you can just see that there are mistakes creeping in that
1: fully yeah. fit and mentally fit. Yeah, but That's the, w- that was the point I was going to make. We don't look physically unfit. Like I don't think a, a club side is physically incapable of being unfit, unless you're Daniel Sturridge. But mentally, we do look quite tired. You know, As you said, the mistakes are slipping in. The like tac- Defensively, we are quite ropey mm-hmm. uh, and it's because we we are installing this kind of even higher line than normal, and that's kind of to try and in a, in a very weird roundabout logic is to try and protect us from offsides, you know. and I believe it was Simon Hughes in the on the Athletic. Did um? That wrote a very good article about. Don't wait, I, I already
3: mentioned this? Acustis is already unsubscribed. That's great. No, that's fine. You've probably actually resubscribed now. You said it again. Said yeah, it. no. I
1: I was hoping to resubscribed for the second half. Ah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so um, the algorithm's gonna be weird today, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We've lost apparently what four viewers now at this stage. Anyway. Gained all four back. Yeah. Bots are crazy thing, aren't they? Yeah. But he made a very good point about why Liverpool are in, are installing this new even higher like defensive line. And it's because of the introduction of VAR. Um, mm-hmm. Because now... Because basically a few people... I, know, I say a few people. I think Klopp and his team are interpreting VAR as a basically a free offside trap. Yeah. Because because now you have VAR to rely on for marginal offsides, you can now afford to move up even a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Now the problem with that is, when you have players who are going to have Salah-like pace, let's say Pepe or Aubameyang, or Rashford even, I'll put it in that category, or Verdi, for fuck's sake... Um, like, you're going to get caught out with that. Yeah, I
3: know, in the Chelsea game today, now he, he like, 32, I think.
1: 33, yeah, 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 something like that, yeah.
3: And, uh, fuck, man, he's still quite nippy. Yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually now that he has, like, help, basically, in present and, and Madison. No, it's,
3: the thing about Vardy is that he was always really quick, but it was only ever a straight line quickness. Bursts, yeah. Sprints. You know, he only ever run on, like, one line, a straight line, which was always mm. away from Word, the... It's wicked. Yeah, which is yeah <laughs> towards Wicked slightly to the side of each goal so that he got tackled and then he could S- claim the. Swaying penalty. to port. Yeah. <laughs> yes, to the board, glass of port. But, but um, yeah, yeah it's, but, yeah, it's just there's like when you've got players with the kind of trickery and mm. brilliant, the ability to kind of run in curves. Yes. Uh, in in like inward, Abraham, inward runs, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Pepe the, as well, but yeah, playing a high line against those guys is just.
1: Not clever, I mean. Especially when your players are not really keen on it. Mm-hmm. Because I've noticed from, especially I think it was more prevalent in the community shield, but Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold is not a fan of playing that high up, which is weird, because he bombs up so much. It's mm-hmm. because he's starting off back. Mm-hmm. So he's able to kind of get the jump on players already. Yeah. But it's always the same thing. It's like,
3: also handier to do like one-twos and overlaps.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So y- you don't have that much space to do overlaps, or at least if you, if you are, you're doing them on like the halfway line. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Again, kind of how like Sheffield United did theirs with the over half percent backs. They start off on the halfway line, but if they're not in possession, they are back, like they're not staying forward or anything yeah. like that. Um I think Gomez has kind of been in the same boat as well, where just like doesn't quite know what he's doing. Matip was very ropey in the defence in the super cup as well. So in the sense like we just haven't got the blend right in defence, which is kind of been remedied by the fact that our attack has been very, very good. I said this in the season preview and it's still been the same way, we had a fantastic half an hour against Norwich where we scored four goals, yeah. and then we stopped because we have to. Cons- we were basically trying to conserve energy. The Hampton game was a lot tighter because we were just back from Turkey that day. Yeah. Essentially, they had, there was actually no uh, a bit no training beforehand in terms of like having to prepare for Southampton tactically or anything yeah. like that. They just had to watch videos and just go, okay, don't do this, don't do this. I will kill you if you do this, yeah. etc. So, the following are eatable offenses, (laughs) the following are huggable offenses, the following are bad huggable offenses. offenses. (laughs) Pass a square
3: ball across your box that's a peddling,
1: yes, (laughs) that's a clopper, that's a peddler, yeah. But as I say, like, um, Jesus, they freaked out at Louise in our game, yeah. I'd say so. Well, you never know. See that
3: square ball across the goal, that was
1: fucking dangerous that was fucking mental you would not do that against Firmino there's a, I there's can a tell great, you for a fact It's a great clip
3: of Aubameyang and Louise uh, in the post-match interview mm. there and the interviewer actually brings that up mm. and just the, the face on Aubameyang is just mm. oh my f- yeah that, that, that's <laughs> fucking cr-. You, can say, you can actually see just he wants to say yeah that was fucking crazy
1: yeah but can't obviously <laughs> due to you know no. media training yeah. but uh, yeah yeah it's funny you should mention that actually because we have you guys up next. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's it's kind of I'm intrigued at how it's going to go because so a team that's not fully
3: gelled but is getting there against mm. the team that has completely gelled but has worn the
1: fuck out. Yes. Now the thing with Klopp sides is that they do have a shelf life, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily with minds because he kind of got the Dortmund job before that could happen. Yeah. But particularly with the Dortmund job, it was season seven that things burnt out. Um. And I think I suppose with the Dortmund side, the groundwork is kind of already there with the players he had. Mm. Now that he has a team here, and let's be fair, like last season was a uh, was quite a quite a grilling grueling one at the end because. Yeah, well, we're, Mane had like the longest season in, uh, out of any football player ever. Yeah, and he still technically does because he ha- I think he's only gone and on he, a two week holiday. Yeah,
2: he only had a two week holiday, and even with that, I think people were putting up videos of him on a treadmill.
1: Yeah, he was still training. Yeah. Was, but like I said, they all like each player pretty much has their own fitness program to keep them in shape and not have you an off-season. That's,
3: that's, that's the funny thing, when people are like, oh, you know, is he fit coming back from the holidays and all this stuff? I was like, you know, they're professional athletes. Like, they don't do what we do when we go on holiday, but just sit at the
1: beach and drink your own body weight and cider eating fish and chips all the fucking day. Like- well, I can imagine Troy Dini does that. <laughs> 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 so if, uh, and probably Vardy maybe has one day. Yeah. No, actually, no. Deco, Deco Rice went to, to Magaluf and dropped a whole lot of these. Remember that video? <laughs> <I got> Magaluf. <laughs> he just—he's <laughs> there with your man. Pockets are heavy. Pockets are heavy. Oh. <laughs> Scratching the nose. Really being yeah. smart. Like. Anyway, but um, I'm intrigued with how this match against Arsenal's going to go. Yeah. I still think we're going to be intrigued
2: and terrified. For me.
3: That's, yes. Yeah, for, right, yeah. Yeah. Same. same one of I am interested in watching. And then kind of don't want to watch as well. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was we we had a we were going to have a recording on that day. Yes, which we've now moved to the Friday beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I was actually quite upset by that because the recording meant I wasn't going to have to watch the game. <laughs> well, I,
1: mean, I, I still have to record that day, all day. In fact, so I'm still going to have to match on. So it's oh, exciting. Hang man. on. Okay, carry on. It's going to be fucking <laughs> terrible. I'm, yeah. It's going to be great. Like one of our end of our let's plays It's going to yeah. be me on a three-month-old match going, YES! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Sorry, sorry, mate. I, I wasn't meant to celebrate for his death there. But was... <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling it's either going to be quite a dull, listless draw. Well, like a score draw. Yeah. <coughs> um, Not a nil-all one. Good God, no. Um or, with our defence. No, not
1: with our defence. Or it's going to be a fucking pasty. I think it's, yeah, well, I, I'd still, even go by precedence, like, the last few trips to Anfield for you guys have been horrid. Yes. Yeah. I think you've... 4-0? 4-0, 4-1, 4-0 again, wasn't it? I think you guys, were, I think you guys like, scored first, I remember, with yeah. like Kabamiang, and it was just, like, essentially like, pushing someone who was much bigger, yeah. <laughs> and then you're getting fucked in the local canal, Yeah. you know, but that was, and that was simply, oh, it was 5-1,
0: yeah, it
1: was 5-1, yeah, it was 4-1 at half time, that's yeah. what it was um so yeah like you guys have not traveled to anfield well at all um and even even, because even my our own kind of like my own point of reference is our game against norwich where for 30 minutes we just scored four goals because we could Mm. and because it was against norwich as well because norwich were going to always going to play the way they are which is our very similar system to us we did say this at the beginning like norwich
3: like what was curious about the promoted teams that they all have similar gung-ho fucking just, mentality. Just yeah, Cavaliers. They just yeah. go for it. Like, yeah. Sheffield, as we know, are going to bring in overlapping centre-backs, which I still can't even, I can't really say without laughing. Yeah. Uh, even though I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've yeah. seen it work. Yeah. And I still don't believe it. Nor certainly. <laughs> they, <laughs> they kept a clean sheet. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gone flat earth on this stuff. I've yeah. seen it work, but I still don't believe it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> complete denial. You yeah. know, but that's that's just it. Like, Let's see what happens when Sheffield does that against... Yourselves, like they're not. I doing would that love with, that. They're not doing that against, like, can you imagine Salah without even a centre back to have the ball? <laughs> He's like, Where the fuck is that guy gone? What's that like, some mad luncheon he to rush off to? Yeah, the match gear? maybe that
2: would put them off so much. They're like, Wait, what's happening down that end of the pitch? Oh shit, I've missed the ball.
3: Yeah, like Salah's back at his own corner flag going, Am I meant to mark this guy? Why am I in my own half? <laughs> <What>?
1: Yeah, <laughs> distraction is Sheffield United's special power this season. This
3: guy's got a five on his back, and what? <laughs> Send help! Absolutely, Send yes. Help. So he, he, well, uh,
1: he's tweeting in the middle of a match going, "I don't know what's going on
3: right now." <laughs> I must still be jet lagged.
1: Yeah, exactly. This man is going. Yeah, no, this is the yeah. fatigue kicking so, in. No, here. but
3: I was talking about this match to another Liverpool friend of mine, and he said he he said similar something similar. He said he's looking forward to it, but he's not really. He he was happy about us playing this early mm. before the different reasons He's like, I've seen that Arsenal team, and he's like, in six weeks. Like you're going to have a, f- a defined back four Yeah a Proper back four. Especially uh, with the like, coming in there. to the po- team post, yeah. post the international break He's like Watch lads You're going to kick on Because mm. after the international break Our back four will be Tierney Bellerin Holding And Sokratius Yes We're going to have a full midfield You'll have we, back. Yeah have Torreira back Torreira So already looks The fucking they shit a cracking game against Easy. Burnley Cracking yeah, game Yes. Yeah. You know, and which is
2: not like for a small kind of tinchy little Spaniard as mm. in like he's kind of like a twig. Yeah.
1: If he yeah. To have a good game against Burnley, it it's gonna be intriguing game. to see yeah. how he pairs up with Fabinho because he'll be probably on he'll be on the duty, duty that that, that yeah. game I would say. And then and then also what he says and obviously past the international
3: break he goes that front three that you're gonna have to field which is Pepe likes and Aubameyang he goes that'll have clicked by then. Yes. And he's like, I'm happy that we're going to get our Anfield game out of the way before that happens. That's why he was happy enough with the match. Mm-hmm. He's like, if we're going to beat you, we're going to beat you then. Because he reckons past the international break, Arsenal are going to fucking storm it.
1: I'd say, I would probably, I would go along the lines of that somewhat. Yeah, I think no, it's, it's more so when you get into the Europa League phase, because you do, I think you do have enough youngsters there to field in the Europa League. See, that's the thing. we have got depth to yeah. the team as well. But it depends on how you and balance Will- it. Will it looks fucking Brilliant. Yeah, well, it's had a good uh, had a good game but it's, against. That's the good yeah. thing about like the really
3: young, like the 21 year olds, mm. and even Saviola is only twenty-three. Like, but um, the thing is, you can run those pricks into the ground. Yeah. they'll just come back. Like they've got boundless amounts of energy. Like, but especially Wendouzi, the League, yeah, for yeah. a long time was playing more minutes than any other player. Mm. <laughs> he was fielded every fucking game but it's that thing
1: with the Europa League where by and large you're facing teams that do not have the same fitness levels so you can just outwork them which is why teams like uh, Emery's teams always work well in the Europa League because they're ultimately much fitter than the rest of the competition yeah, so basically just, you can get by with just hustle yeah just hustle, just hustle exactly you know? especially in the group stages too Yeah, which is why like, kind of conversely I feel the United might not like the Europa League that much they might just tank they've it they've just... no
2: strength or depth to their bench like they've no
1: they don't have the same like they can't deploy the same youngsters they are y- y- you guys are because they're the doing that is anyway. Like, you
2: may as well have a sack of potatoes on your bench. Well, if
1: you we say that, Rachel, because probably by the time this goes out, he'll be an interplayer, So
2: <laughs> that's not gonna happen. No,
1: probably not. not <laughs> but that's the thing. Like if, they probably need to keep him on just to keep the bench warm. Like
2: <laughs> yeah, that's literally his job: bench warming.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, i you're gonna keep on the bench. I'm mean, like, why just, i mean, like, You'd be happier off just burning the money to power a furnace yeah. that pumped hot air onto the bench. <laughs> we feed the sporters 200 grand a week, it's cheaper than he's him. a
1: very compassionate man, Edward. Would you say? You just want to keep people employed, you know? He's but, a, yeah, but, son. but, <laughs> I'm out of that. Seal the deal, he's, eh? he's, yeah, Seal he's, the go, deal. he's going full party I'm out of that. So, in terms of the Liverpool Arsenal game itself, then, um I don't really want to do score predictions as such, but obviously, they're still the two teams that have perfect records going in. Now, obviously, one has to go, or perhaps even both may go, depending on how it goes. I still think it's going to be an absolute bloodbath for either one of the teams. I would still be inclined to say Arsenal are going to get spanked, Mm -hmm. because we are, for one of the few times this season, going to have a week to prepare for a game. And not even for a week to prepare the game, just a week to relax in comparison, because I think even our game prep has gone so well that we probably could get all the tactical stuff done in a day. Where sometimes for some clubs it takes two or three to get used to a system. Like we just have it down so well in terms of like setting up for a team. And for the most part, most of our training is still just doing the same things every day anyway. A lot of it is about repetition. But even for some of these periods in the in in the in the season where you do only have to just worry about one game a, y- a week. That's a chance for just the players to switch off for just even a little bit. Because it's not even an international break yet. That, that, is, that ball hasn't even started yet. So now you can't just go, Why right, recharge batteries. You just had three games in one week. That, that was pretty shit. And then crack on again against Arsenal then. You know, I think for our, our, our early season form last year, contra- contrary to popular belief, I think it was very, very bad. A lot of people think that we ended the season quite badly last year. I thought we were better than we were at the start of the season because a lot of people, like the likes of Salah and Firmino, just came back completely fried because mm-hmm. they had competitions they were playing in. Like Salah was in the World Cup. Firmino was in the World Cup squad as well, and they all just came back fucking with their heads in fucking saucepans, you know. At least this time we've been they've managed the players better now with an even harder schedule. And especially now because we could be looking at seventy games this season, which would be insane.
2: Yeah. Um
1: So well, what about your guys? Like you guys have a week prepare as well, so
2: I sometimes think over preparing is a thing where like you kinda of have too much time to overthink and mm-hmm. you're kind of you get yourself into trouble, kind of over-analyzing things. But um, I'm just—I would love to see our front three like click.
1: Yeah, um, I will say I will say one thing. I might warn you is that I think we might be starting the Gensius because he was phenomenal against Southampton. Um, he had a very bad game in the Super Cup, but I think that was because he was playing on the on the left flank. Um, because we, I think we put money on the up, up money central and Salah on the right, Firmino just needed a break. But he was absolutely brilliant in central midfield again. He was back to where he was, just having that kind of wall-breaker effect to the midfield. And the fact that we now have that at our disposal is going to be so fucking vital against bigger teams. Especially the likes of Man City, because what it is against Man City, we just fucking love scoring against them. Yeah. Does, that's just what he does.
2: He did that for us as well, yeah, so it's you're insane. welcome.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, that's, um, that's what we bought him for, in fairness. Just for that. <laughs> yeah. Um... um.
2: No, like we had kind of like our current first choice back four play against Burnley mm. and Bar, a kind of fluky. You know, it was a fairly solid performance across, apart from the fluky goal. I think was, it was a better. Runs.
1: It was better than Newcastle' performance. I think <coughs> we struggled a good bit against Newcastle. Well,
3: well yeah. Well, the Burnley, the Burnley were playing um, quite like Jack Charltony, like yeah. as you said earlier on. They were just pumping the ball in. Yeah. Um, kind of thinking that maybe Leno's. He's good on crosses, but Mm. when you kind of sling them in at a really obtuse angle, like not from the byline, not from there, the corner flag, like in between the box and the semicircle, Mm. balls just floated in there when you've got two quite physical centre-forwards who just are basically thugs. Yeah. You know, let's see what happens. But yeah, we held up and, you know, as Rachel said, like it was just a fluky, like that ball could have literally gone anywhere. It just happened to wind up on Barron's toe. Mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. I th- and the one thing as well we were talking about the higher defensive line we've been doing we really don't want us to do that against Aubameyang and Pepe that's just not go- that's just not going to work but see that's the thing when we had you can't rely on VAR to just keep saying yeah, no to it. we him.
3: had all three of them on at one point yeah during the thing, and just they just literally ran backwards yeah their on half and went nope that was clearly that was clearly <laughs> the, that was clearly the signal yeah that, oh they're bringing Pepe on five at the back lads <laughs> and I want you to be further behind the line than the goalkeeper.
1: Brexit means Brexit, lads. Yeah. Come on. That's it. <laughs> Close hard, hard border, yeah. Close um, them all up. No I
3: think
2: I, I'm looking forward to the match. Like, it's going to be a good match. It's I probably going to be
1: the match of the season so far I'd say. Ooh, that's First.
0: high.
1: It's high praise. Like I mean the, I don't know um, I quite enjoyed watching Chelsea getting spanked 4-0. I quite enjoyed the City Spurs game just for the drama. It was just a very dramatic game.
3: Fire Wars. Yeah.
1: You, we want to talk about that now you, since we i made a seamless transition to oh, it. Do you
3: want, the, you want the score predictions?
1: Okay, we do the score predictions then? Um, uh, I reckon it'll be 3-2 or 4-2 to Liverpool. 4-2 Liverpool.
2: Oh,
1: I'm going to go 4-2 Liverpool as well. Um, again, I'm kind of working that ah, out. There's a lot of fucking passengers on my bandwagons now, haven't there? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more so that I'm trying to calculate it. It's like, okay, we've seen it one last time, and then we had Alisson in goal. Yeah. Adrian in goal this time, That's that's a plus one to Arsenal. We still have our we have our strikers actually working properly this time, so that's a guaranteed four. <laughs> so it's, I don't know. Fuck it, 5-2 then, just to be contrary to you. Fuck yous, right? Why is that
3: contrarian? Because <laughs> you
1: are going like, oh, you're 4-2, my two. Yeah,
3: but <laughs> saying 5-2 is not
1: contrarian, we're still getting hammered. Yeah, but to a different degree. It would be contrary. It's a played. larger hammer. 5-2
3: Arsenal. Yeah,
1: if you went 5-2 Arsenal, that <laughs> would be contrarian. Okay, that's definitely not... I, that, I was going to say, that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> that's <the thing. laughs> Which means it's going to happen. I reckon, like, <laughs> I reckon it's either going to be 2-2 or 4-2. It's yeah. going to be a score draw off. It depends on how you guys do defensively. Like, how do you able to... Are Wait, you,
2: no one can predict. Like,
1: are you... Like, if, like it's going to be... Now, to be fair, the one player that played superbly against us last time it was made then Niles and he has started off fantastically well for yeah. his in this. So he could have a very good game against Salah. Um it would be Salah wouldn't it? Yeah it would be. He's right back, isn't he? Or left Yeah, back? right back. Right back. Okay, I could be Manny we've gone up against Monreal him. is on the left. Who actually by the way had a very good game against Burnley. Yeah, really so like, your 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 flanks have been very, very good. Um the problem is though Firmino will will run rings around Louise and, and Socrates. So that would be the issue. And especially if we do opt for having a midfield I charger be, I
3: reckon it'd be more so Louise, who'll have to try and pick him up because But well,
2: Socrates doesn't seem to be he's like no I stay here you run Yeah, he, but you mm. run Fully,
3: after quick Socrates is actually the third fastest sprinter of the team That says more about your team than anything else No 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 <laughs> well, Third, well, third fair, fastest sprinter on the team But like,
2: you've got Pepe and
3: Aubameyang, Yeah so, You know
1: no, Maitland-Niles uh, Maitland- and Bellerin and Bellerin, Bellerin. yeah actually yeah. well he can't run at the Bellerin's mid, so non- test, Yeah, you know. be- Bellerin's a non-runner at the moment literally. So quite literally <laughs> um, yeah for sure well, that's our score predictions we're all probably going to be wrong by the time this comes out but it's here we absolutely go absolutely going to be wrong so um, Man City Spurs then that was a lot of fun that
3: was hilarious it's if fast. you look at
1: the stats this is like a game on FIFA that like, results in a broken ch- controller broken TV and mm-hmm. broken dog yeah. You know, and. Because the dog was thrown through the TV. <laughs> to <laughs> fetch the remote. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, sorry, just the mental image alone is very amusing. Because <laughs> I'm obviously imagining my dog being thrown on my TV. Mm-hmm. As, like, just a look of betrayal on her face as she's going. she be kind of happy. Why? She'd be happy until she crashed into this screen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She probably would be, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but um, the thing is, like. <laughs> sorry, it's looking at that have mental image over my head. Look, okay, um. VAR was very, very fun in this yeah. game. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really, really fun. Um, as I was saying in the, in the first half, just um, Rodri should have, been, should have been given a penalty. La literally just fucking German suplex into the floor and got nothing for it. Has there
2: been any statement like as cracking. to why that wasn't looked
1: at? I think or it's because the referee already decided it was nothing. Right, okay. So, uh, basically VAR is not there to desi- it's not designed to contradict referees. So, if it's a direct contradiction to what the referee sees, like, it's like how, in, you know, like in the women's game or the women's world cup, the VAR kind of like overruled the ref yeah. on certain occasions. Premier League aren't doing that. It's a, it's still the referee's call. The referee's asking a question. Yes. Was there a, you know, can I give the goal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you can't because one of the players' arm hair has gotten way Exactly. So, if a linesman basically says, I'm not 100% sure about that, about yeah. the VAR or about the offside, even, or something like yeah. that, VAR will look at it. But well, at the same token you'll also have a situation like the handball at the end where nobody knows that. Yeah. Referee couldn't have seen that. Linesman couldn't have seen that. Yeah. Var was the only one to say that. So Var said you've missed this. And it's only because the referee couldn't have possibly have seen it. Yeah. Which is also which also kind of begs the question about Var in terms of stuff like violent conduct. Because that's something that should be captured by Var. But I don't think there's any precedence for it yet. And even then there's have been situations, I think in the Bournemouth game I think Billing could have been had two yellow cards in one minute, Mm -hmm. but neither were given. So VAR could have said, "Well, hang on, that's a booking and that's a booking," you know. But again, there's no there's no precedent for how powerful it can be. It's just down to the the whim of the ref and the people using VAR. Well,
3: when we were talking
1: about this, prior we were
3: talking about this. One of the things I stressed was Mm. that one of the things that it needed, VAR needed, was consistency. Yes, and it's literally the one thing that's absent from how they're using it. They're using it yeah. so inconsistently, and that's why people aren't. Well, first off, the handball incident is nothing to do with VAR. VAR is actually it's correct. It's the rule. Yeah, it's it is. A, it is applying the rule. Ridiculous. Handball rule. VAR is just applying. VAR is just making sure. Oh, you have to follow this rule. It's a fucking stupid rule, but yeah. it's still a rule. So that's the handball rule, and that's stupid. And we yeah. all we all agree. Well,
1: I, I think it's fair to say. Like, I think come next season, a lot of those rules will be will be sorted out. I think yeah. because like, no, I don't. They, I, I actually don't think that. So. I really
3: don't I th- I think I, don't I, think, I think that handball rule will be there to stay until literally people actually go to the FA and rip the place down brick by fucking brick. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> iPad, whatever it is, Yeah, yeah whatever the fuck. You yeah. Know, that's that, that's the only way that rule is changed. It's but garbage. When, yeah. you know, they I mean like, what rules I mean out of all the rules that they changed, they changed the goal kick rule. Mm. Uh the back pass no no, not the back pass rule. No, the, the, the goal kick the rule goal is, is
1: that...
2: That they can take a kick out and keep it within the box.
1: The box, yeah. Yeah. So you can have like a, a yeah a team player in the box to receive the ball. Yeah. To allow, to promote you know, like playing from the back, yeah. basically. Which I think, I, I'm sure Burnley are upset about mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they don't know what that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want us to pass the ball and not just hoof it?
3: Well, that's all they did in that match yeah. against us. Was they just hoofed it. Yeah. Like, it was hilarious. Every time we got, the, every, every goal kick... There's loads of people in our half. Their, <laughs> their goal kicks literally are entire our defense was at the halfway line.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I can believe that. Fucking Pope just
3: pumped it up.
1: Mm. And like I said, the even the the most entertaining part of this was that Man City were absolutely murdering Spurs in this game. Yeah, like I think the stats ended up being like 29 attempts on goal for Man City, and they only had two goals to show for it. And it wasn't even the fact that like you know Spurs, the Spurs weren't playing well at all. They were. Absolutely right. It's kind of how the Villa game was. Mm-hmm. They really have ridden their luck at the start of the season. They're they they were second best against Villa in the first half until Eriksen came on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't for like a wonder goal by Ndambale. I don't think it would have got into that game at all. You know, um, Kane was a passenger for the Man City game as he often is for big games. I find, yeah. um, like, unless they North London derbies for somehow, so he just contrives a way to win. But uh, same thing with like them. Having a super sub on once Lucas Moore came on, the Spurs side was so completely different. And I find it very odd that it it kind of requires a sub for the Spurs team to switch on. Well, it's his first of, touch. It's his first goal. touch, yeah. But that's because like he's designed that way to be a super sub in the same way that we've used a the same way. Like Rigi used said. If you get see you shoot on sight when you're in position,
3: it's more. The, it's more of their kind of super sub. I always I, I always look at that and I go, he's easily one of their best players. Why are they fielding him?
1: That's why I think he is he is one of the best players because he's deployed the right way. I think if he if you start him for the way he is, he's such an adrenaline type player. He just he runs in bursts. Mm-hmm. So if you start if you use him from the start, when it comes to like a, a crunch time, sixty minutes, sixty five minutes on you don't have the same effect. Yeah. But if you put him on 30 minutes from time, you have that all concentrated in 30 minutes. Yeah. It was the same logic we had for for signing Shikiri. The idea was that we'd bring him on if we, if we need him in a pinch. We need someone to just run around and just like, just keep completely confused people, just yap around like a little terrier, and eventually you'll either score a goal or you'll allow someone else to score a yeah. goal. And it didn't really work last season, but the one time it did work was against Man United. Because he came, because we were we were well up, but they were still in arm's reach. Let's say, yeah. um, and they were whatever we were trying to do was just not working against them because they were clearing the ball out, or we just were fucking up our final pass. Then Shakir came on, and scored two goals because he's a completely different threat, and he was doing the same work rate that he would do in a full game in thirty minutes. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm sure I think that there is a lot of like attention to detail in terms of super subs and what makes a super sub. Yeah. In the same way that I think Emery very much relies on the super sub, for, which is why it's either Lacazette or Bamiyang for the most part. I think this season you still still keep it that way because if you're, let's say for example, if you're back, your are front three. I think a super sub this season will,
3: up until he's clicked in, hmm. it's going to be Pepe. And then I reckon our little super sub afterwards,
1: striking wise, would probably be Martinelli. That's interesting because I was going to say that it would be Lacazette. I think you should be deploying Lacazette when you do need a goal because he's your most natural finisher. His at his best attribute is his finishing. Yeah. But if you want to use him the best way, I think you have to use him when you need him. The same way that is deployed in the Spurs in the Spurs team when the energies are lower and in sixty minutes in the game yeah. when Spurs team are looking for inspiration <laughs> or looking for a bit of energy, bam, off he pops. Well,
2: like literally, his first touch was to score a goal. Um, yeah. Like when he came on in the City game and. It was almost like the see you were like, where the fuck did he? I don't even see the substitution being made.
1: That's the point. That's the point. It's it literally just like he is his crew. His time to shine is literally the first minute he gets on. It worked in the Ajax game. It worked in the game again in the Champions League as well. The one time it didn't work was in the final because we got ha. He's on Markham. Yeah, and that's what happened. But then again, that match was like it was a very was in a fucking time capsule anyway. Like I wouldn't use that as a case study in any way. But, um, that match wasn't setting any precedent. no it was not but that's the thing it made complete sense for him to score in the first minute because that's what he's there to do you know it's a very it's I'd say it's a very weird logic to, to, to try and get get around but once you see it in action they go oh that's why he's on mm. the same way that like how many like if you run the stats how many score goals did Lacazette score as a sub you know maybe because he's been subbed on so much, but because he's probably more effective that way, if you do run the numbers. If you maybe, run like
3: a, I don't think he'll be deployed as a super sub this season. I probably not, which I think be, he'll be a detriment. He'll be the tip of the spear at the start. Yeah. I think the biggest shift in our attacking will be
1: Aubameyang going wider than he's ever done before. Yeah, and I, and that would, that would work a treat because of how good Aubameyang is yeah. as a as a runner, essentially. Yeah. yeah, He is an out and right sprinter. Absolutely. It was
3: yeah. a, like Pepe kind of spurned a really good chance. Mm. Uh, to make a 3-1 when the him Pepe and Aubameyang had caught Wood on his heels yes and so it was two on one but, like Pepe and Aubameyang against Wood it's like <laughs> fuck me like talk about losing a foot race he, yeah he had no chance yeah, but yeah Pepe scuffed the ball the final ball to Aubameyang which is Wood, a shame and Wood was able to cover mm. which shows you just how bad that ball was, <laughs> <He> <laughs> was yeah um, so yeah, no, I don't t- I don't think, uh, like I said, it'll be done.
1: Yes, super sub. It's, it's curious, because I think the reason... Again, I'm kind of trying to tie this conversation back into it, because Man City, I don't know, have that Super Sub anymore. casani has gone.
2: Because well, when you think about it, like... Well, well, what's his name came on for Aguero? Jesus, yeah. Jesus came on for... Yeah, um, he,
3: I, thought it was, I thought he would have been their traditional Super Sub. Yeah, he was kind
2: of their Super Sub, because, and mm-hmm. he did score. He did score, goal, yeah, you're right, yeah. Except the goal was... Mm-hmm. And it was like, after he scored, Aguero went up and apologised to Pep for
1: having That was a live. very weird that was a hilarious
3: argument. Yeah, no, let's let's talk it's, about that. it was it's very well, it's, you know what it, it got me shades of the Carling was it the Carling Cup final celebrations mm. when he's giving out to Sterling after it's like Sterling had scored a hat trick. Yeah. But he he'd kind of stolen a goal or he'd scuffed a goal or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he he done something that meant that another player didn't score. Yeah. And Pep was giving out to him. You know, and it was that same kind of other embracing other together, but like Pep is very, very obviously not happy with him Mm -hmm. and he's shouting at him and like, you know, obviously, you know, because we're insane now, people were getting in lip readers and one of the things things that Pep said to him was like, you tell me to calm down again when I'm, when I'm talking to you, you're on the first plane home. Hmm. <laughs> you know that's just, well, see, just but
1: like, we know from like from oh, clearly Sterling from like, other oh, evidence oh, so yeah.
3: like, I have the game ball on my hand but I've scored a hat-trick we've won Yeah, like, will you please chill the fuck out of it. <laughs> but uh, that's clearly not but I think that's also one of the reasons why Pep loses teams is because he's a fucking head case I
1: think you yeah I agree with that Um, you definitely saw it with like the, the but yeah very, the Aguero thing was hilarious it was very odd he was very odd. really fucking angry with like, Aguero even though he was so stressed out
2: like, Arteta had to, like, get in between the two of them. Yeah. And as Aguero, like, sat down in the stands, um, like, like Pep even turned around and, like, started shouting back up to the stands. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, moment's past, Calm down. You're professional. Yeah.
1: But it's, right. it's mad how worked up he is about it because it's only the second game of the season. You know, like, it's not the time to start losing your head over, essentially. Like, as like <coughs> is your... I Maybe he's, like, a bad penny to them or in some way mm-hmm. because seems like everything bad that happened to them last season was, was Spurs-oriented. But that was coincidence that because you keep bottom the Champions League. Spurs just happened to be there. They were the ones to cash in. Could have been any team there. Could have been fucking Ajax you could have drawn or Juventus or someone else. The, I just find it very odd that it's already at this point of the season and Pep's already stressed out. When you look at RT... I think, he, I think
3: he's constantly
1: like that. I think,
2: yeah, I think like that's I, I constant... Did, he's like a constant 10 yeah, on
1: yeah. the,
3: you know, stress but over. But
1: three time. years of that must get on your tits after a while. Yeah, well,
3: see, the thing is,
1: is that... Because you said that about Klopp as well. Like, after seven years, your team physically had no legs left. Yeah.
3: But <laughs> see, I... I obviously, because I, I have a life and I have far better things to be doing with my time. But I didn't watch that Man <laughs> City documentary...
1: No, I, that, I saw like that, three episodes and I said, ah, that, that, no, I've had nah, No, I didn't
3: even get that. Part I've had every
1: to... highlight I've seen of it, and Pep's going
0: fucking wild in it. Yeah. He's going mental. I'm going But for, they haven't produced he that uh, He's a
3: fucking head case. Yeah. Like, and I can see you can kind of see how he lost that Barcelona team because mm. they're so fucking brilliant individual. Yeah. And they're probably obviously looking at this guy, screaming at them to track the left back. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, just give me the ball.
1: Just <laughs> score. So yeah. We'll just do Shut it ourselves. Up. Yeah, I'll
3: do it myself. You know, mm.
1: just go away. And with Bayern as well, like Well a Bayern he, team you couldn't do that. But the likes of like Robin Rebury, Lewandowski, three old fucking hats gone. mate we yeah. know. What we're yeah, doing. that and that's
3: just it. And, and Lamb and Hummels and also and, and Neuer, and Fuck sake, like. yeah. And then when he he couldn't do anything in the Champions League with them, which is like for him all he cares about. Yeah. Is the Champions League. It's all he wants. the League be damned.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, that's why he went to Bayern. So you wouldn't have to he was like, Oh well, I don't have to bother with the league, with these because mm-hmm. 'cause they've already got it won before the game is before the first game's over. Yeah. Um so I can just focus purely on the Champions League. Mm. And he couldn't do it anymore. And I guarantee you just success is screaming at his players in the Champions League when they're just like, Oh fuck this have to go to Dusseldorf
1: tomorrow, like piss off. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if I don't back. care, yeah. yeah. That's it, you know. <laughs> and um, of all the things to worry about. Dusseldorf is not one of the. Yeah, the the
3: the Dusseldorf left back cutting in from the flank and across, you know, and he's screaming. You can imagine him. If only we had
1: some world class central defender to clear. Oh, there he is! Oh, crazy as well.
3: So I reckon why he's going to get more time out of it at City is because City don't have a history, Mm. Uh, and they basically just bought everything, and all those players that he's got at City don't haven't really won anything uh, before City. Yeah. So they're they're kind of like oh, even Sterling like being given out for score and a half. Yeah, he's going to the promised land. I think so, he he'll yeah. turn around and he'll go well. You know, what? I stick with this guy. I do I do what he tells me to. I win loads of shit. Yeah, that's great. You know, and I get paid Fuck loads of cash.
1: Like I said, yeah. it's not even a wobble that they're having. Like yeah. they just, they've, they've just basically got overstressed on a day because their their next game is against Bournemouth. Yeah, but the problem is, you is know? that it's the second day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I get that, but it yeah. could have been any time, any time over the week. Like they're not gonna have the same, I presume, not the same sort of like hassle against Bournemouth because they've pre- always beat be, Bournemouth. It'll
3: be interesting to see if this winds up, like if mm. they, if,
1: they'll if they con- had a tougher game, darkness. If they'll, after const- this, if they'll yeah. constantly ratchet this up. You never know, he might melt down against like Bomb as well. Jason, really. I, I, I would be shocked if it would. <laughs> yeah. I would I would love it. I would, I would be shocked though. To be I love it. I love it. I would love it. I would love, love it. it. Love it. I would love it. Anyway, so that's our um so that's our title contender talk over. Uh, and now it's time for a new segment. Woo! This is the Stat Attack. Don't dance,
2: dance, dance, dance. I don't know which
1: um, game show music I'm using for this one but probably Family Fortunes. Get it in my face. I mean it's I think that's the closest, isn't it? I can't <laughs> yeah. think of anything else, isn't it?
2: Pointless.
1: Pointless I could use, yeah actually, yeah. Because this brand is probably gonna be pointless by the time it comes out. <laughs> so, um I have five stats here, right? Okay. Okay, I'm gonna give you, gonna present them in the question, and you're gonna give me your best guess as to who you think it is. Awesome. Some of you, some of these you'll probably get.
0: Okay.
2: For
1: some of them, you might. There are a few curveballs in this I'm week, gonna so. guess.
2: I'm gonna get none of
1: them. Well, let's see. So the first. Put, I
2: get a point for guessing that stat.
1: No. Oh. No, no. Well, you don't get. You don't get. Off to a you don't bastard. get a point for betting against yourself. Aww. But that's Aww. not. This isn't paddy power. <laughs> hmm. That's not fair, Dyson. Hmm. Anyway, um, the first style attack. Which team has currently lost six games in a row in the Premier League? Um, oh. Newcastle. Ah, You're both wrong. <gasps> Watford. Who? Watford, <laughs> Watford lost their last four games in the league last season and right. they've currently lost their, their first two. I right. because, okay. And I think, believe, two more and Javier Gracie is gone because that's their rule apparently. If you lose they had a bounce, the rule of eight. Yeah. <laughs> P45 crew is out. <laughs> P45 crew crews out early this season. Yeah, I mm-hmm. Saul Campbell, officially the first departure of the season. He left Macclesfield because he has no money. Mm-hmm. And then just uh, this weekend, Jan Seaworth has gone uh, from Huddersfield. Presumably to be replaced by Martin from Wakefield. So, yeah. Oh, that,
2: I didn't hear that one. Did yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so two P45 crews already. Unbelievable. We'll have to keep like a tally or something like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the <sounds> of
1: uh, <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah, I, I can make that. G-gafu. Yes. So, on the, f- the second... So, he's you, got nothing for that, although, yep. Um, The second set attack, who made 17 interceptions on the first match day?
2: 17 interceptions?
1: Fucking hell. Uh,
2: oh, i
3: you gonna say Harry Maguire? Harry no, Maguire. I don't think it would be him. Because if you'd made seventeen interceptions, like it'd have been branded on the surface of the moon by fucking Man United fans at this mm-hmm. point.
1: He would have made a new Prime Minister actually. Yeah. Final yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <roaming> <laughs> uh, fuck. Neil? Kante? Nagala Kante? Yeah. Well, you're wrong, Neil, because Candy didn't play the first match then. <laughs> 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 Shit, he didn't, did But what? it's not Harry Maguire either.
2: Oh, oh. Really it was Tyrone one. Mings. Oh my oh. god, that fucked hard.
1: 28 million well spent. He made 17 interceptions against uh, Spurs, and more, I think 50 of them were headers. they still th- lost. Well, in essence, he scored the own goal. He scored the ball the, the own goal because there was a defect off his knee. Aww. So, well, 17, and a, 17, and a, 17 and a half. That half of one of the
3: interceptions? Yeah, I guess. No.
1: <laughs> I intercepted this goal bound with put my knee. <laughs> but I still further I did. into the net. <laughs> <laughs> tumbling, tumbling towards freedom. <laughs> Start number three. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang reached 33 goals in 50 Premier League games. But which two players are top with 41. 41? 41 and 50 Premier League games.
3: Oh, oh, Shearer, was
1: it? And Aguero. So I, I, I need to take two answers from both of oh, us. I,
3: I'll go with Shearer and Aguero, actually. Yeah. Shearer not, and Aguero. I reckon Aguero well, I was going to. Uh, Aguero and.
1: Uh, Early 90s, bear in mind.
2: Righty.
1: Ian Wright. Good answers, but you're wrong, Rachel.
0: Oh.
1: Aguero is not one of them. What? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Ian Wright isn't one of them either, but Alan Shearer is. I was
2: gonna fucking. So, <laughs> this happens all, every fucking quiz we do. The
1: <laughs> other one was Andy Cole. Ah, oh, Cole, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Neil has half a point. It's going well so far. So, number four. Who is currently experiencing a losing streak of 20 Premier League oh, games? Austin Villa. Oh, who, player. it's like Jack Grealish. Player.
2: The cunt Grealish.
1: <laughs> Player, twenty games lost in a row. Yes. Whenever this person plays, they're losing the Premier League game. The last right. twenty times. Fuck. Deanie? would it be Troy Deeney Yeah. You're you're over Troy Deeney Yeah. You're wrong. Oh, of course. Rachel is right. It is Jack Grealish
3: ah. <laughs>
1: So, Rachel is now leading by one to a half point. I,
3: I, I ignored her answer because of the sheer hatred into it. I just thought, no. Nah, <laughs> you, you
1: thought her, her like, her Fenian blood was boiling. Yeah, she yeah. just dislikes him. so Yeah, <laughs> I
2: really do, but I like that stat because it's so terrible.
1: It is, and it keeps adding. Like, I had it down to 19, and then they lost again this weekend. Yeah? Like, I had that locked in for a week. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good stat. Now, here's the, here's the uh, last question, and it's not from the Premier League. Oh, Christ. So, let's see if he get this right. Which MLS record has Atlanta United striker Joseph Martinez broken? Now, because it's MLS, I'm going to give you a clue. Oh,
2: can I, before you... This, most games without scoring a goal ever.
1: So you're going for a dry spell? Yeah. Like, he hasn't scored in any... Yeah. Okay. Do you want to give me more specifics, maybe? Like, numbers? No. <laughs> okay, so... Go <laughs> he He's gone... Fuck that might
3: I think it's why has he gotten like nine hundred minutes without scoring a goal or something like that? Like long he's gotten like a fucking crazy amount of minutes without scoring.
1: So you're both kinda of going for the same yeah, thing where yeah, he's yeah. he hasn't he's basically going through a massive dry spell. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid to say you're both wrong.
3: Okay, can we
2: get a clue and then get another
1: guess? Okay, right. Um the he, exact the opposite, opposite of what you were gonna say. Myself, <laughs> <so yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> The exact opposite of what
3: right, you were so saying. Since
2: it's the MLS, he scored in three games in
3: a row, and that's a record. He scored the cons- most
1: amount of games scored consecutively. How many? Twenty three. Twenty three. Man, this is like Prices Right. You're both in the same ballpark, um, but the record is ten consecutive MLS games. I'll write them. All right then. So okay. by proximity, I guess Rachel, you win. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm still, I am still going to be a harsh scoremaker here, and you say you've won one to half point.
3: That's okay.
1: So well done, you've won the first stat attack. I don't have a trophy, so we just have to keep track of that as much as we can. Okay. That's going to be a stat in I myself I have
2: forgotten this today. So.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm <I've>
2: already.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just leave the title in Watford,
3: and she'll forget about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: That that's going to be the one thing where like we're going to have a Watford like question in each stat attack, and she will the the meta game is going to be see if she gets it right. So far, <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> So, we're gonna end this uh, part of our podcast then with the blockbuster.
0: Whip whip. So. what
2: is this?
3: Oh, here. I'll do a nice, I'll do a nice stat attack, uh, a nice funny one. Oh shit! This guy was going to be my card for this week, but obviously it will probably go. It's not a football related one, but it's an injury related one. Um, NFL Oakland uh, Raiders receiver Antonio Brown. All right. Uh, who nearly nearly fucked a fifty million dollar contract? Yeah. Um, because he he's in a dispute. He doesn't want to wear the, He he doesn't want to wear the new issue helmets. Okay. But. He has missed 11 of their starting 12 practice Mm -hmm. uh, games for what injury? And that's a weird fucker. Beware, this training camp is in the middle of Napa Valley in California, and he managed to get this injury
1: hypothermia.
2: Frostbite. Correct. Oh, I went (laughs) the wrong way. Damn it. Yeah.
3: He managed to give himself frostbite on his feet he was using a cryogenic yes.
1: And he didn't, he didn't wear, wear co- shoes. He he didn't that's wear what it was. I remember hey hearing he about that. Yes. Fuck! I knew it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I want to thank Stranger Things memes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> giving me the uh, like. Basically, I've seen that name yeah. and a picture of ice bats for anyone who's watching yeah. the Stranger yeah. Things season three. There's a thing about ice bats going on. Mm. And I was going, what the fuck? And. Purely, that question has tied it all together, and now I understand the meme. Well,
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much, Neil. That was liquid American football. Yeah, he was. That
3: was going to be my card because yeah. he managed to give himself frostbite. Um he then he, Antonio Brown. Actually, I probably will have him as my next one because he is like the Mario Balotelli of NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he does the great mad, comparison. By the way. He does the maddest shit. Like,
1: did you hear? Like, he's got a new club, Paris Balotelli. Really? Yeah, he's gone to his hometown of Brescia. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Apparently they're in Serie B. B. Really? Or I think they're newly promoted. I can't remember. So, uh, nice. Good luck to him. Yeah, absolutely. Hope you get fixed. What's yeah. our blockbuster? Our blockbuster is... Can I have a B, please, Bob?
0: <gasps>
1: Who is going to be your breakout Premier League player? Oh, yeah. Now, remember, like, a couple of seasons ago, Leicester happened. Yeah. So, yes. you had players like Kante, Broken Out, uh, Vardy, Mares. Fucking Drinkwater had like one game he was good at. Mark Albrighton is still there. But who is your breakout player? The one player that you're going to go... You're pinning your fucking colours to... And you're saying... That's a player.
3: Well, you've told us that we can't pick our own club players. It has to be someone else. Because if a while... If we were, if that rule wasn't in force... I would have gone with Danny Sobios. I think Mm-mm. he's going to burn the fucking league to pieces. Yes. This season. However... My breakout player...
1: I haven't thought about this, Christian Fox. I don't think so. <laughs> he's, really, he's a bit, past the deal. Now, granted, it doesn't have to be like a new signing as such. It can not yeah. be just someone who we'll you just know light it up, just light it up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. While you're thinking, I'll jump in. Joffrey? Uh Pookie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's he's such a good boy.
2: Pookie man.
1: He's also, he's already scored four this score season. Them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna be a thing though, isn't it? <laughs> to be honest, with you, I'm surprised
3: Twitter has not is not just nothing for yeah. pookie means.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm saying I'm gonna have to make the. I'll have to. I'll make the mock up. Actually, that'll be the title of it. Is Pookie Yeah. Yeah. bang on. <laughs> Thank you for that, Rachel. <laughs> no,
2: problem. Um, no, you uh, in the first podcast when we were talking about fantasy football teams, uh, hmm. I was very much tempted to put him in the team based on his name purely. Yeah. Um, but then for some reason. I stuck with either the Wolves or the Watford striker. I can't remember Jimenez. (laughs) Yeah, Jimenez. (laughs) Is he whichever one he is? Uh,
1: Well, well, I'll tell you next week. (sighs)
2: Uh, Anyway, he I I I didn't swap him out, and now I deeply deeply regret that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had I've had
1: him him in from the start. But I had him as vice captain this week. I had a Bamiang as captain
3: oh well he still score not
1: bad not bad all my three strikers scored this weekend but mm-hmm. not too bad it yeah. was a pretty shit start to the pretty the bad rampant.
2: week for me but
1: anyway yeah. yeah so Pookie would be my right guest Yeah, yeah um, Pookie's a strong contender for me as well uh, unfortunately my own rule is conspiring against me because Harry Wilson would be my other one because I think he's going to, in it. I was hoping to say he's going to boss that Bournemouth team within a month but he's already doing it so all props to him he's a super player and I can't wait to have him again next season Um a lot, there's a lot of Norwich players I have my eye on, though. Um, Buenadea, I think, yeah. if he gets going, he is going to be a super player in that league. But I think the way that Norwich midfield is, no one really triumphs from it, but puki is the guy that, like, reaps the rewards. So he's going to get the headlines where everyone else, all the little elves around him, mm-hmm. make all the work. Like Steverman, Vrancic, uh, the fullbacks Lewis and Aarons. Like, fuck, the whole team you could have keep your eye on, you know? Um from Sheffield United the overlapping centre-backs which would be you know that's going to be the new thing the kids are on these days Mm -hmm. Um, John McGinn Aston Villa is another very good shout because I the game against Villa he was absolutely fantastic and by all accounts should have scored a goal against Bournemouth because he just lashed one out uh, from like 30 yards and it just just about missed the goal so he's definitely won but I think I'm going to go with Rachel and so Timo Puki
2: if I was going with my heart as well. Like I'd love to see Callum Robinson do really well. I'd love to see him light
1: up the league. Yeah, I'd love to see an Irish player do well, like Enda Stevens or something. Yeah, or a sure. Goldrick even.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 I have seen uh, Robinson play a bit, and I just thought he was fantastic. So I'd love to see him do it in the big league.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Neil, what's your breakout? I reckon Mount will break it out. Mount was is fair, on my radar too. Fair he was he's been very very tight for chelsea see he's, he's
3: been really good in yeah. a chelsea team that's playing really well and still losing
1: and the I, team compliments him as well because yeah. the way they set up need a number 10 and he's really yeah. good at that he's, he's a very really really solid good. number 10 he's
3: also got great movement like yeah, the movement yeah. he's brilliant he's just he's just one of those bastard players that's mm. always in the correct spot at any one time yeah he's a uh, very smart player thankfully arsenal have got a few of them now this season mm. um you know, Sabios, so Willock it's just Willock's got that kind of innate ability where Yeah, Nelson just, might break in I he'll think. ghost into a Willock He'll just ghost into <clears throat> a position and then suddenly like the defenders are like, Fuck yeah. mm. <laughs> who's he who like they're laughing at the guy in the wing going, Who's he gonna pass that ball? Oh
1: yeah, him. Yeah. I think Holton O'Doyne might be a better s as well if he's I back early. I don't enough. think so. If he's back early enough I I wonder. I, I, I reckon he's gonna have like a bit of an injury ravaged Season. It's hard to come back from an Achilles like that. Yeah, you usually have like a secondary injury after that. Yeah, you know? and I'm mean, going to keep in Kachalny only barely remembered him, managed it. He was just he was basically just in pain the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. He was getting shots at half time. Oh. you know, terrible. So. so yeah, there's a break. of stars. We have one vote for Mason Mount, and we have two votes for Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Purely
1: because of his name, and not based on any kind of footballing analysis.
2: Well, it's working.
1: Yeah, he he scored four goals in two games. Deal. <laughs> I think there is quite a lot of analysis there. I think, if anything, I think you find it's super effective. Oh, so,
2: critical hit.
3: <laughs>
1: Neil fainted.
3: <Yeah. laughs> not looking forward to my Facebook Messenger getting spammed every
1: time he scores a goal. Absolutely. We're just going to keep doing nerd. photoshops yeah. of like, his face on Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. I'm so, going to have so much fun with this. Yeah. Pikachu, Bulbasaur. He's not kind of to looking good on a Bulbasaur, isn't he? Like squirtle, that. I think. Yeah, Squirtle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like Finland, do you got Is there ice types? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course there are ice he's types. Finland. Yeah, he'd be on SEAL. He'd be on SEAL. Swine up. That'd be nice. Oh, my God. Jinx, yeah. It's if he's in drag, yeah. I'm saying it now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> right, guys. That has been our football podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for next week for our Extra Time show. We're going to be have, talking about the Women's Super League. We're going to be asking Rachel does she know her Watford from our wolves.
2: I do not.
1: And we'll have a little bit of transfer go for you as well because they're all going to be out of date by the time it comes out. So. So none of them will matter. None of them will matter at all. So thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week.